How are we doing, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of Punch the Air podcast. We're doing a little switch up tonight. I'm hopping in the uh, the host chair, the big boy chair. <laughs> Hollywood to the right here is taking over my slot. And then we have a brand new guest, our buddy, Toe. Toe, what's up, pl- boys? It's a pleasure How to have you on. Phenomenal. Yourself? Pleasure to be here, man. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, Let's super, super excited to have you on. All right, guys. Well, we have a, like Brophy says, a juicy slate planned out here for y'all. Just a little breakdown. Um, so we got some stories on the NFL. First being, are the Colts going to clean house? We're going to discuss Malik Willis, mm-hmm. Sam Ellinger, their debuts. Um, we're going to get into the Commanders, Taylor Heineke. Uh, we're going to discuss, tell your boy Christian McCaffrey what he just did. You know, first guy since LT. God. Uh, we're going to go over the NFC South. Are the Titans the favorites in their division? Um, we're going to dive deep into Zach Wilson and all the issues that he's causing because he is looking mm-hmm. like a colossal bust right now. Um, are the Vikings contenders or pretenders? Trevor Lawrence's performance. Then we're going to dissect Tony Pollard's performance and where he stands right now among all the RBs in the league. And then we are going to re-rank the 2021 quarterbacks and how we would draft them if we had a redraft there. And then beyond that, we got some fantasy football content. And then, like always, our week eight against the spread picks. Hopefully, we do a little bit better than week seven. And then last but not least, a fun one, a candy bar draft. All right. I know every draft we've Wait, done has been – candy bar or just candy? Or my bad, just candy. Just strictly candy. Yeah. We don't want to tie ourselves down to candy change. bars. That threw me for a loop uh, there. You I know. I fucked I, my I, entire <laughs> draft up. <laughs> Every draft we've done has pretty much been alcoholics, so we're going to prove to you all that we're not all raging alcoholics, and we're going to dive into some indulgences and, and, and what we like here on the show. But starting it off, so the Colts right now um, just lost to the Commanders 17-16, probably should have won that game. Matt Ryan, is he hurt? Are they just benching him? Jonathan Taylor's not doing much. Um, the defense is playing solid, but, I mean, the team is, what, 3-4-1 now? Just lost to Taylor Heineke and those boys. So, I mean, what 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 are y'all thinking for the Colts? Do, you, do y'all think they clean house? Or do y'all think they kind of keep the ship how it is? How, how, do y'all, how would y'all perceive with that? I think they're going to have to. Because, I mean, they already said Matt Ryan's done for the year. They already – not injury, but because just they want to start Ellinger for the year, I guess, and just see what he's got. Yeah. So, I'm thinking – I think Eberflus is definitely going to get fired. I just don't know if they're going to go away with Ballard, too. I mean, they probably – it wouldn't hurt to do both. You mean Reich? Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Riken. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm looking at fucking. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think I think losing both because I was going into the losing both Sirianni and Eberflus, which was both guys that Wright came in with. That's clearly fucking them up because their defense is still like you know hanging along, but their offense is defense has been holding up. Defense has been holding up, but their offense is 30th in the league right now, scoring 16 points a game. And it looks like I mean, they just fired their offensive coordinator, too. So they're, you know, trying to hopefully hold it together and, you know, change direction and how the season's going. But I think it definitely ends with Reich being fired. Don't know about Ballard, though. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah, they're, I think they got to get rid of their whole coaching staff, honestly. And, uh, and most likely GM as well, because they keep they can't keep making the mistakes or doing with these quarterbacks. Yeah, like I like Ellinger, you know. I think mm-hmm. that that he adds something to their offense, but but I mean, uh, they gotta figure it out. 
Yeah, like, they, they look rough right now. And in my opinion, I think it honestly stems from Chris Ballard. I think it stems all the way to the very top. And I don't understand the direction of the Colts. Like when Andrew Luck, re- Andrew Luck had his injury fiasco or whatever, he retired in 2018. But, I mean, since then, they've had a QB carousel, including Jacoby Brissett, Brian Hoyer, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and now we have the tremendous Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger duo. But it's like, what the fuck is Chris Ballard doing? Like, like in 2019, whenever they got rid of Luck, he was praised for constructing this roster and then saving all this cap and, and making all these moves. But, I mean, what has he done since then? In, in 2020, when Brady was on the market, Brady they were one of the finalists to get Brady, and Brady mentioned that he would like to potentially go to the Colts because they at the time out. they had one of the best O lines in the league. They had one of the best running games and a badass defense too. Instead, they signed Philip Rivers to a one-year, twenty-five million dollar contract. We all know how that goes. And then following up to twenty twenty-one, they decide to go get Carson Wentz. When you know Matthews, I know they, Matthew Stafford. You know the Rams trade a lot to get him, but that's a guy that was on the market that they could have potentially you know traded out for. And God, and then we go back to the cap room thing, to where that's where people praise Bellard. Oh, he saves his cap, but what has he done? Like Michael Pittman's a good receiver, but outside of Michael Pittman, they have no help. And if you have an old ass Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz as your quarterback, like you got to have weapons surrounding them. And in 2020 and 2021 too, those two quarterbacks, Wentz and Ryan, have been their leading cap guys. Beyond that, they're not paying anyone shit. So I just don't understand the direction of where they're going, but I, I personally would not tear it down because there is a lot of talent there still. I think the O-line will figure it out, but I think you got to make a splash for a QB. you got to trade up and draft a QB, and I think you got to get Chris Ballard the fuck out of there. I think Chris Ballard's the most overrated general manager mm-hmm. in the league. Well, the thing is they've always been pretty much a quarterback away the last, like, five years, but their reluctancy to go out and get that quarterback and try and basically get these, you know, veterans who, like, you know, well, if they go back to when they were, you know, the MVP caliber player, they'd be awesome. But of course, you know, a 38 year old Philip Rivers and a old ass Matt Ryan and a Wentz who's washed. He basically had a 12 games looking like an MVP and never looked the same since that ACL injury. And they definitely need to go get some more skill weapon, skill position guys. So I mean, the entire team is good. It's just they don't really have a quarterback, and they never went to go get one. So the cap space thing is great, but they did need to whether it was trade up and go draft a quarterback. Or, you know, trade for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there, could, there are several other things they could have done, and they just haven't. So that they could ha- cost Ballard his job. They have it at all. And it's just like they have not used their resources properly at all. It's like if you have that cap, you use that cap to either go get, A, a rookie quarterback, and then you sign pieces around them. Or, B, you go out and sign free agents surrounding your veteran quarterback that's absorbing all the cap. And – they got the veteran quarterback the past few years that was trash, but they didn't surround them with anything. And they've been great at drafting they have the cap. players. Yeah, they, they've had the cap. Like, they've been one of the – They just don't do anything with it. They don't do anything. And that's – well, I, I, think it stem, I think it stems at the very top with Chris Ballard. I, I have – if I was a Colts mm. fan, I would have serious issues with him being my GM and with all the pra- – because he's one of these GMs that, like – he's, like, one of the known GMs that gets all this praise. And I don't so, – I would love for someone to tell me why. I mean, I'm not going to say he's overrated because he's clearly good at evaluating talent and good with money. It's just he's does he didn't go out and make the big splash to get the quarterback. But is he even the guy, though? Yes, they are good at drafting and developing players, but is he even that ear that's making those moves? I mean, I would assume so. I mean, things kind of turn around from drafting I, once they named him GM. Trade for Buckner. Yeah, I mean, you did trade for Buckner. That, that was a good that deal. Was that, but you got to do that for a yeah. quarterback. Like, yeah. you, you got to trade the yeah. first-round pick to exactly. get a quarterback. 
and that's what he hasn't done, and it very well could cost him his job. But I think to, to say he's the most overrated GM in the league, I think that might be a bit much because he is good at evaluating talent and cap space. But, but my thing is with, with that talent that's getting evaluated, I don't think he's the guy that's that's going out there and saying, let's pick this guy. I think it's whoever's the head of their scouting department. He's the guy that's in charge of the cap and in charge of constructing the roster with the finances that he has to his disposal, and he hasn't used them for shit. It's like in 2020 and 2021, 2019, when your roster is the most stacked it's going to be, and your highest paid player is a shitty quarterback absorbing all of that, and then like DeForest Buckner's next in line, and then after Quentin that, Nelson. but he he he's been on a rookie deal for a while. But he they signed an extension. Yeah, well, I don't I'm, I'm talking like 2019, 2020 okay. though. Yeah. yeah, like they just didn't they didn't use it. Like they wasted that offensive line. Yeah, but I do think that their drafting got better once he got there. And their their record hasn't been since even since Reich and Ballard have been there with the shitty quarterbacks they've had that they probably shouldn't have gotten. Their record has still been good, and they've made the playoffs. They should they probably should have made the playoffs last year too. But either way, no, it, the biggest fault of him is not going out and getting that quarterback. That's yeah. that's the biggest downfall. Yeah. Tell you got anything else? I mean, you were talking about they how they have a good record the past few years, but I mean their division is. Division, you know, yeah, like they have the it's trash. So, like, they're not. It, yeah, and really, the Titans aren't even really that good. They just have, they just got Henry. So it's. Yeah, they got Braves. They're, yeah, they're competitive, but it's not really like they're they're doing much with it. No. I mean, the Titans benefit tremendously from how shit this division is and how shit it has been for for a while now. Um, but going beyond the Colts here, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand their deal here. But so we had a few rookies. Um, or not a rookie, a one rookie, one second-year guy, debuted this past weekend, with those being Malik Willis and Sam Ellinger. Y'all see anything you like with those two guys? Or well, Willis, tell? well Willis threw the ball ten times and once in the second yeah, half. Yeah, so I don't – that was just a Derrick Henry game. I think it's yeah. very obvious that Willis is not ready to be a starter. No, not – he needs yeah. a couple years. Um, and Ellinger, yeah. like, I mean, he was 17 of 23. Ellinger had some – he had some solid throws, yeah, especially two, like two and three. I mean, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, he, you know, he had some plays. No picks. I mean, he had the fumble loss, but no touchdowns. I mean, nothing crazy. I don't think he's yeah, a yeah. long-term answer, just because I feel like you can see a guy, you know, through a, especially through like one or two quarters, you can kind of tell, like, okay, he's got something. Like he's got a he's got a trait that you know can take him to being a starting quarterback. Cause yeah. Each of those guys have at least whether it's a running ability, whether it's their arm, they have something that you know, can take him to being the guy. And he just – i he's probably just going to be a career-long backup and probably a solid backup, but nothing more than that. I mean, I know the, one of the biggest knocks on Sam was his arm strength. And he, he did have a one nice deep ball down the right sideline, which was pretty nice. It impressed me. He had a and, few good throws. You know, yeah, he, he did, and he, really he helps miss. that offense by being mobile. You know, like – Because, I mean – Ryan is a statue, and he just their O line is playing so bad that like it's just not it's 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 a bad recipe with him in there. But you know his his he's strong and his mobility it helps him. And I, and I thought it would open open up more holes for Jonathan Taylor making him play eleven on eleven football. You know, but I think but Taylor was also hurt for like half that half that game, right? Like he went out with that ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel. Yeah, they now trade Naheem Hines too. They got Zach mm-hmm. Moss though. Oh yeah, they did get Zach Moss. But yeah, no, I, I I agree with what you're saying too. I went back and I I watched all of his throws. He really 
there was not one throw that he flat out missed. He had one throw that he threw to the dirt, but he yeah. was getting pressured. And he had another throw to Alec Pierce, which it wasn't very accurate, but Pierce still caught it. He made a, a crazy good catch. But I mean, I agree. I think he's def. I think the Colts are definitely better off starting Sam Ellinger versus Matt Ryan because, like you said, Matt Ryan can't fucking move. He looks like a goddamn mm-hmm. grandpa out there. And this Colts O line, <laughs> this Colts O line, say what you want. Like this Colts O line just is not it right now. Like Qu- Quentin uh, Quentin yeah. Nelson's not even playing good. And if Quentin Nelson's not playing good, like that's gonna stem a bunch of other problems. But I was honestly like pleasantly surprised with how Ellinger looked. I think it's funny because his arm looks like it's gotten a lot better since his Texas days, but that motherfucker cannot move, bro. He looks like a blocking tight end trying to move, and I think it's funny because they had about, I think they had like six, or not six, but they had like four design run plays for him yeah. to try to get him outside, and he, yeah, just, he, he couldn't get out. He can't that's really not, move. That's not has, it. Yeah. But he does have good pocket he, awareness. He actually, I was shocked. It's the pocket, pocket presence. Yeah. Yes, his pocket presence is not bad, yeah. but... Any kind of design runs or you know escape artist type of traits. That's not. Have. That's not but, it. But he knows he has a feel for the pocket. I will say, based on watching that commander tape. And but watching that, did you see him and be like, "This is our guy"? No, I no. But also, he's definitely better off than Matt Ryan starting for the rest I, of the year, especially I, with the state of the offensive line. He has a chance though to be a starter in this league. I would say, based on what I saw. I mean, they got to the red zone. Three times, two field goals had they had to take uh, two field goals in the red zone. <laughs> Sam Ellinger had another fumble in uh, the Commanders' territory. Taylor had another fumble, um, another kick. I think they're on like the thirty. So I mean, they were driving the ball a good majority of the day. I mean, they didn't really have a problem pushing the ball downfield. Um, it's just whenever it, you know it came to you know the red zone and the clutch time, they didn't make it happen. But that's you know that's what you'd expect from a Sam Ellinger-led offense with an O line that's not playing nearly what it should be. And with Michael Pittman as your only real threat on the outside. Well, I think we're definitely going to see, I mean, the coming weeks, there's going to, you know, there's going to start being some film on him and the type of offense they're running, the type of routes they're running. And then we'll kind of really see, you know, what he's really made of. Uh, But, I mean. He did have a few throws, though, that, like you said, he had a few deep balls that that he put on a dime. There was a few of them. Yeah. Do do y'all think that Jonathan Taylor's struggles are all offensive line or a little bit of him? I think it's a mixture of both. Because um, he just doesn't look as explosive to me this year as last year. Like he it, doesn't. It, like he, you know, it's there's something off. He's he's actually he's near the top in the league in broken tackles. He's still doing that, but he doesn't look like he has that burst that he had last year. I yeah. He, like even in the commander game, he had a few plays where the holes were there that you would think twenty twenty one Taylor would take it to the house, and he I don't. I don't know if he lost a step or what, but yeah, he doesn't look like he looked last year. I mean, I, I'm going to have to put it to the ankle injury, you know, like maybe that's that's keeping yeah. him down. Because he's been dealing say, with that for a few weeks, I think. Yeah, or you, th- I mean, do you think it could just be from them like running him into the ground last year? Potentially. Because he mean, had a lot of he had a lot of carries at Wisconsin, too. I mean, too. yeah, we, we see this all the time yeah. with running backs. I mean, by the time they're fucking 25, it's like they're 30. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the wear and tear that these guys get. You know, I mean, yeah. Zeke's a prime example, but... And that's that's, that's why I was scared about drafting Derek this year. Yeah, well, Derek Derek's just a, a man amongst boys. That, yeah. that guy's different, bro. Derek Henry's crazy. All right, but yeah, so those two, um, Malik Willis, definitely. Let's see more Ellinger. Not bad, but we'll still see more. Willis is a, Willis is a couple years away at yeah. at the best. Yeah, yeah. All right, next up, Commanders stick on this game. They. They pulled out the win, won 17-16. My boy Terry McLaurin caught that ball on the one. They punched it in. 
Um, actually, want me to get some money too. I like that fucking plus one twenty five underdog money line. Yeah, you were not happy about that one. Yeah, the money on fucking that. Colts money line. But let me ask y'all this: Heineke's won two in a row. Is he the official starter now? Even when Wentz gets healthy, I think? think so. He should I, be. He should uh, be. The team really seems to like the rally team around loves him. This guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He puts his body on the. They play with like a more. They play with more fire when he's in there. No, he's and got. I mean, he's what? got guts, man. He's there's something about him. There's just something about him. I don't know what it is, but he's definitely good for especially this year. I mean, long term, obviously, don't think he's your guy long term. But yeah, for this year, like he's definitely better than fucking Wentz. He he is. I, I think Wentz, yeah, Wentz well, is one of the saddest tales in the NFL we've seen in a while. Man, Wentz is a is a sad tale. Sad yeah. tale. He just, you got to tell. Uh, yeah, Wentz that he. He's just not uh, – he doesn't seem like a leader. Um, like, they no. don't rally around Wentz the same as they do with Taylor Heineke. You know, like, when he gets in there, like, he's – Taylor Heineke, he seems like he has to be scrappy, but he still figures out a way to get it done. Wentz just looks like a deer in the headlights, man. Like, mm-hmm. he's just running for his life and spraining both his ankles at the same time. I mean, yeah. he just looks like he's under, like – he has, like, so much anxiety playing quarterback. Like, yeah. and, and, like, he's trying to, you know – turn every play into a fucking like 20 point touchdown like it's yeah just, it's just too much and then he's playing for the touchdown every play exactly mm-hmm. and then one stat i saw or a couple stats i saw so obviously it's like mclaurin's their best their best offensive weapon mm-hmm. and you want to get the ball in his hands right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when wentz was starting mclaurin accounted for 16.4 percent of the targets 15.3 percent of its receptions and 24.6 percent of their yards and with two games with Heineke, McLaurin's accounted for 26% of the commander's targets, 25.6% of their receptions, and almost 40% of their yards. So he's getting the ball into his best, into their best player's hands, and I feel like that's yeah. what you got to do instead of yeah. trying to check it down mm-hmm. to fucking Curtis Samuel all the time. Exactly. And, I mean, they've won two in a row now. I mean, they're – Three in a row. Th- shit, yeah, three in well, a row. Well, the one the Bears game was wins. I mean, now – I mean, they're tied at four and four now with the 49ers as that last spot to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, going on this, do y'all think there is a chance that we see four teams in the NFC East make the playoffs with the Commanders being the seventh seed? Is there a possibility? Maybe, but I'm not buying it. I, mean, I, I don't think so. No, I mean, three, maybe. But uh, I think the Giants are fakers. They're not. I mean, like, they're really. The Giants, the Giants are going to get in and probably lose in the first round. I'm hoping not, but it could be. You think they're going to carry this on and get in? I mean, well, they, their the, schedule the NFC, them too. Well, that's the whole NFC East schedule. It's like the, the Eagles, if you look at that thing, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's a cupcake yeah. schedule. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Saying, oh, it's such an easy gauntlet. It's back to the Commanders. Gauntlet. I mean, their th- last their, their three win, the three game win streak they have is against the Bears, Packers, and Colts, who are a combined 9 14 and 1. And they won these games by 5 2 and 1 points. So it's like they're not really blowing them out. It's just it's just he's like, like exactly the Colts game like that one it was a one score game they got lucky as shit with that last play at the end going to McLaurin. And like I said, Heineke's got guts, man. He he mm-hmm. somehow pulls it out. I mean, we even saw flashes a few years ago. He almost beat that that Super Bowl winning Bucks team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then the thing, yeah, yeah, and like like that's the thing is like you could see the team gets fired up with Taylor Heineke in there. Like yeah. that's their guy. That's McLaurin's guy. And with Winston there, they just they don't seem like they really care that much. So yeah, I I hundred percent agree. I think. Heineke's starting for the remainder of the season. And you never know. They, Who knows? They could sneak in. I mean, they're 4-4 four four right now. The NFC East is trash. Well, I mean, okay. Wouldn't bet on it, but. 
interesting. So let's look at it right here. The, it's honestly the NFC playoffs is kind of you can kind of honestly like look at it and see what's going on, and it could this very well could be what it's like at the end of the season. So obviously Eagles one seed, the Vikings are going to be the two seed. They'll probably win the NFC North. Seattle or the Niners could, will take the West. Whoever the fuck wins the NFC South, and then Cowboys Giants both are six and two right now, and then it's basically going to be between. I mean, if the commies keep winning, maybe, but, like, you'd like to think it's going to be between uh, Niners or Seahawks, whoever doesn't win the West, the the Rams possibly, the Bucks, the Packers. I think the Packers found something Sunday night, even though they lost. I think they found some. They actually look like they're running the ball well. So, I mean, I just – I don't see the commies sustaining this. And yeah. I just I just yeah. think these other teams are just – they have more talent. They're just better. And it's like Heineke's great to watch, but it's like yeah. – it's not like they're – it's not like their defense has been crazy. Their offense hasn't been crazy either. And I'd, I'd, I'd just kind of be shocked if they yeah. actually – No, I, I would be together. very shocked too if they do get in. But it is good to see them. It look like they're having fun out there playing football. When is Chase Young coming back? He's actually returning to practice this week. Oh, is this he? Week? So okay. that'll be big for them if he comes back be in big. a big way. He's been out for yeah. a while now. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. Damn long time. But, yeah, beyond that um, – so I'm I'm sure you're loving this Christian McCaffrey thing, huh? As a Niner fan. Oh man, dude, y'all have no idea. Saved my <laughs> Sunday. I was so happy. Yeah, the, and, the first guy since LT to have a rushing, receiving, and passing touchdown in this game. I mean, I I, I said this. We we talked about this last week, but him and Buzzsaw were against me. But I, in my opinion, I saw that clip and I was literally, I was like, wow, I wish I was there to really just let them know. Let's hear what you, what do you think about all this? Dude, it's the perfect move because we want to play positionless football. All right. Like that Mm -hmm. is like, that is our thing. Now, if you put him and Devo on the field at the same time together, like Devo wouldn't play this week. Devo is out in the hamstring. So you put Devo on that field. Yeah. Like you put Devo out there and now we got, we can, motion we can have christian in the backfield and then motion Devo back there and just switch them and just let you got guys changing every, like every which way then use check he pretty much can play anywhere as well then you got iuk is honestly out too. yeah use check was out too i iuk is a stud yeah like he's he's coming on and then kittle like i i love it I love our offense right now well, i now think williams it's, back now too i mean the old uh, looking lights playing great bosa's back uh, Elijah Moore, I mean, uh, Elijah Mitchell comes back after our bye week. Our whole mm-hmm. team, like, after our bye week, we get Armstead back. We get uh, – there's a list of all the players coming back. Let me, let me see this. But it's like – Y'all a few guys out hurt. Oh, yeah, because we, we're missing our two defensive tackles right now with Kinlaw, Armstead. They've been they've been out for the past, like, few weeks. Aziz uh, Alshair, one of our linebackers, he's a stud. He's coming back. Um the only way I won't get back, Emmanuel Mosley, or one of our starting corners, he's out for the year towards ACL. So that's been is tough. Jason but... Barrett, is Jason Barrett healthy? Yeah, yeah, he got activated this past week, and so, like, they're easing did him he, back. Did he play well? He didn't play. He didn't play this oh, week. Oh, he didn't play? He was active, but he didn't play now. Okay. They're, they're kind of like easing that... him back. Okay. Is he in, like, that, like, 21-day window after you get taken yeah, off? Yeah, I think – I think I so. That guy is so damn good when he plays. He can just yeah. never stay healthy. He just can't. He yelled like four times, I think. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, but yeah, going back on the McCaffrey fit. So oh, yeah. I, my, my point was like the fact that, you know, McCaffrey, like you're saying, they want to play positionless football. 
That's the whole mm-hmm. point to get McCaffrey. It's not to get him in there and just run downhill, downhill smash mouth football. Exactly. To get him in there, have him fucking throw a 35-yard touchdown pass, have him catch nine passes, even though we haven't seen a Shanahan running back catch passes. But you get this guy in there, you're passing him the damn ball. Yeah, like, like Shanahan knows what, what to do. And they agree. So let me ask you this, Toe. So they said that they believe that Derrick Henry would be a better fit in the 49ers' offensive scheme. Do you no. agree with that or disagree with that? No, because we run the outside zone, honestly. I mean, like, I, I like McCaffrey way. But the, the amount you can do with him that adds into our offense trumps. I mean, Derrick Henry would be awesome. I wouldn't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. He would. No I'd, doubt about I'd, it. I'd take CMC for sure. I would, too. Because I like, too, with – there's there's no predictability with CMC in there. You do not yeah. know what – there's so many outcomes and options of what Shanahan can do with all these, like, chess pieces, is what I like to say. And if you had Henry in there, like, you know what you know what's coming when Henry's in there more times than not. Henry's not making McCaff- that catch in the corner of the end zone. No, he's not I mean, throwing that 35-yard yeah. pass. Hell no. Yeah, it, and, no. I think with, and I think with a QB like Garoppolo, the more chess pieces you have, the more – Ways that D coordinators are going to stay up at night saying, okay, well, they could hit us here, they could hit us there, they could do that. It, it's just, it's going to make Garoppolo that much better. And Garoppolo, obviously, I think, I think Derek Henry would make him way better, too. Yeah. But I think this is a, I think this is a more effective way for the whole offense to, to operate. I mean, whole. definitely like seeing the ways that they did use him, I guess I wasn't expecting that out of the gate, but what Shanahan did with him was impressive. And it's even, honestly, it's even funnier that they did this against the Rams, the only other team that was in contention to get McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, he accounted for 10 first downs, and that's not including the three touchdowns he had. See. So, it's, I mean, he's just getting he, – he's doing everything that they, you know, they traded for. Uh, Garoppolo, to me, like, he looked the most comfortable I'd seen him look all season. I think that really just comes from uh, him having that, that dump off, like that comfort – he knows that, like, if he gets in trouble, he can just dump it off to McCaffrey. Because, like, how many times that game did McCaffrey just catch a like a little three yard pass and turn it into ten yards? Yeah. And, and like, I mean, he had nine. He had eight catches on nine targets. Yeah, and so like, yeah. Jimmy G knew like he just looked. It just looked like it calmed him down. Because my biggest thing with Jimmy is he always looks like he's like antsy in the pocket, like he's jumpy. But that game, he actually looked calm, and I think that was really to do with CMC. I mean, he's, he's never had a great pass catching back. Never. Even a good oh, pass no, catching never. back. And yeah. Jimmy's the kind of quarterback that you want a badass receiving back in there. And since he's been there, yeah, I mean, who? I mean, because Elijah Mitchell's not a receiving back. Jeff Wilson, I nah. wouldn't say well, is, he's gone. I mean, would, yeah. who? Ha, y'all, but since Jimmy's been there, have y'all? We haven't had, had one because like, we haven't really had a guy. Yeah, because I mean, like you know, we had Mostert. We had Shanahan Rita. Didn't really do that, but. It's Kevin like, Coleman yeah. would probably be the best one, and Devin Coleman was. Yeah, so. but it's just fucking. It's scary to think, and I I said this last podcast too, but I believe that you could have Sam Ellinger back there instead of Jimmy G with all this talent and personal around. And I think the team I think would be fine. just as fucking good. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's so many ways they can attack a defense. So many. Well, then going back to what you said about him being the first guy since LT to get that trifecta. I mean, there's only been three players that do it all time. It's yeah. him, LT, and, his, and Walter Payton. In his first, like, real game with the Niners, he does it. I know. That was just insane. That pass <laughs> he threw was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. nice, I think, too. It was a beautiful pass. Yeah. I, I think I saw a stat that said, so that ball traveled, like, over, like, 25 air yards. Mm-hmm. And since Shanahan's been there, there's only been three guys to throw a touchdown pass of over 25 air yards. It's McCaffrey, <laughs> Muhammad Sanu, and C.J. Beathard. It's not Jimmy even has Jimmy it? hasn't. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't throw deep. 
Last year, he threw the ball deep, like, over 30 yards, I think, like, five times in the whole season. God bless. Yeah, it's that, ridiculous. That just goes to show, like, oh, that's wild. That, that, that play guy. that CC threw that pass on, like, we ran, that's, we, we ran that same play in the NFC Championship with Debo, and he threw a touchdown pass on, like, against the Rams last year. But Steam's pass is a lot better. So let me ask you all this. So your answer might be a little biased. <laughs> but are, are are the Niners with CMC in the fold? You're getting all your boys back. Are you all the favorites out of the NFC? I mean, I I think you got to put it on the Eagles just out of respect for what they what they've done. But I mean, they look really I, good. I, even I, if, would, even would, if their schedule's easy, but yeah, I would say y'all are. If it's playoff time and it's Niners versus Eagles, I'm picking the Niners. I'm I'm taking Niners. I'm taking the I money would, line. I'm taking them to win that game. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but I have seeing after you know seeing the Niners lose we losing to Denver losing to the Bears it's it yeah. so I I try not get to but those losses were outliers I think honestly like well, the, especially the, the Bears one that game was a yeah it was in a month yeah mm-hmm. and and then the, the Lance playing too the Denver one that was like Jimmy's first week there we only put up 11 points we lost 12 to 11 it was Brutal. And, Jim, and Jimmy shows Jimmy plays much better in the playoffs than the regular yeah. season too. You gotta yeah. give him that. So I mean, I, I, mean, I would, I want, I want to say yeah, they're the favorites, but I, I respect the Eagles. You know. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, I put I them up. A, I think as of right now, the NFC. I think it's like a, it's really a three-man race for the favorite to get out of there, and it's Eagles, Niners. Now it's looking like, especially their defense keeps playing the way it is, and they get guys back. As much as I hate to say it, and the fucking boys. Cowboys. And the Cowboys, yeah. baby. As much as yeah. I fucking hate that. I mean, those are the th- – you know what's fucking wild, too, is preseason. They, you'd swap those three for the Packers, Rams, and Bucks. Yep. And now it's like, are any of those teams going to get in the playoffs? Like, it, it's yep. – it's it's so, this is a crazy season. Um, But, yeah, that that's that's looking scary right there with CMC. In there. I mean, I, I got a futures bet on Niners to win the NFC, so we'll see how that goes. There, yeah, make yourself some money, huh? Yeah. Not bad. All right, they had great odds before the season started. We talked about that. Yeah, we, yeah. It was, it was, we I t- liked I, those bets. I had to take it. I took that, and I took Sauce Gardner to win Rookie of the Year. That's oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what, odds, what odds did you get that at? Plus a thousand. Yeah. That's there you great. go. Well, you may make yourself a little bit of moolah, huh? Yeah, I, I think he's the favorite right now. Well, defensive Rookie of the Year, but yeah, yeah. I think he's the favorite. Are Not you on bad. Cole's book? Yeah. He is. Um. He is. But yeah. He. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's betting too much. Come, come back home, Toe. Come back. All home. right, I got, I got to. Black, did you, did blackjack place, ain't going nowhere, baby. Did come you on. place those bets? Did you place those bets on Cole's book? No, no, not on Cole's. Oh, that's disappointing. You have yeah. to pay him out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Walmart have to pay out Besney for his uh, future eagle bet, or oh, maybe, yeah. maybe not. But, but yeah. Anyways, so going back to the NFC South: Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers. I mean, this division right now is a is a hot just pile of dog shit. I mean, it's a steamer. Mm-hmm. I mean, this division's this this might be one of the worst divisions in you know the past three, four, five years. I think the winner there's a good shot is going to be eight and nine, probably with a losing record, yeah. hosting a home playoff game. Which, as sad as that is, it's kind of what it's looking like right now. But in y'all's opinion, who who's coming out of the NFC South? Who's winning it? I, you know, I, as bad as they, I'm still taking the Bucks. They right, like same man. I still Not like the I Falcons. I just can't get no, on board. Falcons with the have been Falcons. competitive, man. I just can't get on board with the Falcons, man. I just 
So they've been throwing the ball like eight times a game. They're scrappy. I just I can't get behind (laughs) fucking Marcus Mariota, man. Like I, they're looking good. They're scrappy. They're as good as that team possibly can be, but I just I can't see it. Like, you know, to be honest, I don't think the Saints are getting talked about enough to win this division. I think the Panthers. They're the one team I'm gonna throw them out of the equation. But the Saints' defense has not been playing good. And yeah. they did last week. But they, it, played, they did play they good screwed last me. Week. I played Derek Carr in fantasy. That was the biggest mistake in my freaking but, life. But going into this season, that in the whole division, that was probably the strongest group of offense, defense of any team in the division was the Saints' defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like power-ranked, you know, top three preseason all across the board, anyone you ask. And if this defense can turn it on and they can, you know, do their thing with Kamara, Andy Dalton, Michael Thomas can down. come back. Thomas can come down. Alave's looking like a stud. I mean, yep. I, I really think the Saints could could pull out win this division. And right now, if you bet them, you can get them at plus five fifty to win the division. Even I would bet really that. They're and they're they're, the they're one game down right now. I mean, they got the oh. they got the Bucks at minus one thirty five. They got Atlanta at plus two ten, and then they got the Saints at plus five fifty. I guess they're just playing too inconsistent for my liking. Like I don't know which I mean, Saints the, is going to show up. The not, Bucks not the and Falcons. Yes, but the I Bucks mean, playing consistent. I know, but the Bucks still have Brady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if like Kamara, Kamara can but play I mean, like that. At what point, though, with the Bucks, are are we are we cashing out and saying that this is not going to happen? I really don't know. Do they have to be like three games under five hundred. They might already be. Too, like, I need. Like, like, how... I'm still gonna want to see a couple more shitty games from Brady before I <laughs> officially throw in the towel. I mean, they have been really, really bad. What yeah, was more tough. scary is that their defense was their strong point all year, and then I mean, against they've been playing bad last couple weeks. In that second half against the Ravens, Did you the, see Len- the Ravens were getting everything they wanted. Slenderbaum the just mauling white. Oh the yeah, whole game. Yeah, the whole I mean, game. they were like they were the Ravens running running offense was getting anything they wanted especially against the bucks run defense has been like top three the last however many years mm-hmm. yeah well my, my thing i'm wondering is it is it almost do you think to where the defense is kind of just giving up because this offense is so bad and the defense is out there so often i mean i'm gonna attribute it i'm sorry to I'm, I'm gonna attribute it to a to a short week is what i'm gonna attribute it to and it's just it's still lamar jackson on a short week if they're you know doing what they want it's that is just harder to harder to guard harder to play but I, yeah, I really don't know, man. I'm, I'm still put. I'm still gonna pick the Bucks, but it's definitely, it could, can definitely keep going south. I mean, if I hear what you're saying with like, if your offense just keeps going out there, not producing, not producing, not producing, the defense you do get worn down. Like you're, you're kind of just getting like a mole where you're like, man, like I just, you're tired, you're just kind of over it. And I mean, yes, you're gonna play, but eventually you're just going to start start giving up plays, you know? Yeah, no, I'm 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 banking on the fact that last week was a short week and that it won't yeah. stick, but I mean, Brady, I mean, maybe now the divorce is finalized, maybe Brady will <laughs> have less going on in his head. But yeah, I mean, Brady does not look good. He just no, he's just missing throws. He's missing throws. He's weird. also making questionable throws. Um he but, tried to run the but ball then it, out of the But then again, it and we've he's talked missing about this, but it all stems from that offensive line and them averaging three yards a carry. One of the on pace to be one of the worst running attacks in NFL history. I mean, if you if you have a forty five year old Tom Brady and you are averaging three yards a carry, I said this last week, but like I, you're not gonna win shit. No. It, it just ain't gonna happen. If that O line can't figure it out and start producing some holes, 
then then good luck, Charlie. You know. I mean, like, I saw this stat where it was like how to how to stop Tom Brady is you pressure him up the middle, and you know, with not having a center or his two guards all season, like he's getting pressured up the middle all the time. You know, and that's just been his kryptonite. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing is, it's like we we're so used to Brady being so good, we forget that he's fucking forty five. Like, and it's just like, and nope. we still have yeah. these expectations. Like, you got to get it done. In the reality, he's a fucking just old dad. I like, mean, he's, he's done. 45. He's he's defied all logic for as long as we can remember, and especially more so the past like five years. And it might, you know, the chickens might be coming home to roost. Horses have left the barn. Time. I'm not saying the horses left the barn yet. <laughs> they're, they're they're getting they're they're getting pissed though. They're in the they're in the starting box. So. Yeah, they're they're in the stable. They're kicking up dirt. They're puking up hay. They're they're getting pissed. Yeah, I mean that it's a very bad division. Yeah. Um, but going into the AFC side of things, I mean, I feel like this is a simple question, but are the Titans running away with their division? I mean, is there can any team really even make a run at them to win this division? I just don't think so. I mean, they're five and two right now. The Colts are in second at three, four, and one with fucking Ellinger as a quarterback. Can we put some respect to a Mike Vrabel, man? Oh, Vrabel's year a stud, in, man. And year out, the Titans get doubted, and they don't have really much talent on the team, honestly. No. And I know Derrick Henry is a huge, obviously a huge integral part of that. But Mike Vrabel, man, he, I, I think he is at this point put himself in one of that in that tier one echelon of head coach absolutely he gets the most out yeah. of his guys he does and he yeah. never has the most talent around him but he makes it happen and he produces winning seasons year in and year out and the titans they're gonna hope they're gonna host a home playoff game most likely with really not much talent at all on this team yeah well, what's funny is like, you know, it seems I like this you got it i was say i like the jet i mean if if calvin ridley could play this year i'd, I'd like the jags because i think the jags are actually good they just need a number one wide receiver like they need someone that can that's scary on a deep threat or that can pressures uh defensive backs you know i mean christian kirk is good zay jones is a good he, he one, four, though. But, one, though. yeah but he's not a one and like yeah. if calvin ridley could play this year i would actually think i mean they're they're pretty behind what they have two wins right I they lost so five they're pretty straight. behind. Two and five. Yeah. Two and five. Two and six, I think. Oh, two I don't and think they've had a bye yet. Yeah. Two and six. Oof. Well. Yeah, I mean, kind of mathematically, it just mathematically, probably yeah, yeah. they probably have it. But I do like the Jags as a team, though. Next year, then I guess because mm-hmm. I, I like their de- their defensive front is actually pretty nice. Like that, Devin uh, that, Lloyd Devin... is balling. He's a stud. and then Josh Allen on the other side. You know, that's pretty. That's pretty nice, and they. They got a. They traded for Arden Key from us last year, and like he's nothing but crazy. But he had eight sacks for us last year, and you know he's. Travis. He had, Travis Ed, he had one this week. Eddie's looking like the truth too. Etn, yeah. I, I think they did themselves. So, I think they helped themselves so yeah. getting rid of James Robinson. I mean that yeah. guy's been lighting it the fuck up. Hell yeah! He's the only reason they were in that game Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. The the Jags just kind of reminded us again that they're uh, still the Jags. But, yeah. I mean, and Lauren's just like, I mean, at what point do we, you know, does the bus come? We're going to talk about that later, aren't we? Hmm. About Trevor? Yeah. Before we start, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, because he, yeah. he has not looked good. No, not he has not looked, yeah. Yeah. Beyond that. It's um, pretty cut and dry. <laughs> yeah. So, the Jets are 5-3 and three now. 
Um, kind of playing some of the best football in recent memory for, for New York, I think. You know, fans around there are pretty happy with their record and all that. Sala is looking like he's got this job secured. For the meantime, um, their one liability, though, is at the quarterback position. Zach Wilson, I think we could all say, is holding them back. Now, let me ask you all this. This is very bold. Is Zach Wilson out of the NFL in three years? I mean, I feel like he's three still years gonna... from now, or yes, three years I... like from when he started. Three years from now, is now. he out of the now? And I gotta think he's out? gonna be a backup. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I think he'll be a, a backup somewhere. But... Yeah, you know, he's such a high draft cat. Like he'll be a someone will give him shots for at least five years. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Sam Darnold. Yeah. But no, I, I have a I have a interesting take here on Zach Wilson. Um, so obviously Zach Wilson is holding the Jets back right now, and coming out of college, his comp was Johnny Manziel. Um, and there was an NFC East scout that said, and I quote, pre-draft, Johnny Manziel comp without the drugs. Wilson is fun to watch, but is he a one-year flash in the pan? He's a backyard baller who is fun to watch. And then. We go beyond that. I know he's not Johnny Menzel with the drinking and partying and the hookers or whatever, but I, I pulled up some stats here. So I'm going to compare to y'all Johnny Menzel's second year stat- statistics to Zach Wilson's statistics from this year currently. So Johnny Menzel, his sophomore year of the NFL, he had a 57.8 completion percentage, ranking 33rd in the NFL. Zach Wilson right now has a 54.9 completion percentage, ranking 34th. Johnny Menzel had a 79.4 passer rating, ranking 31st in the league. Zach Wilson has a 71 passer rating, ranking 34th. Johnny had a 58.6 QBR, ranking 20th in the league. Zach has a 41.7, ranking 24th. In nine games, Johnny had seven TDs, five picks. In five games, Zach has three TDs, five picks. Zach Wilson also leads the league in not a good stat in the least amount of accurate balls thrown at 22.7 of his passes deemed mm-hmm. not catchable, not accurate passes. Um, I, I think Zach Wilson is, like this scout says, literally Johnny Manziel minus the drugs. I mean, the talent's there. And I think we all got a little, you know, to, a little bit of fool's goad coming into that draft to where, you know, you see this guy making big plays. But he's playing at BYU. He did it for one year. I, I just don't think he has it. And we see yeah. week in and week out. Like, he's not making the right reads. He's not hitting his check downs. He's trying to – play back, backyard football. I mean, he had three picks against the Pats. One of them was one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life, probably. I think that Zach Wilson is totally holding this team back, and he's gonna he's not going to be the starter for much longer if, if I had to give my take on it. I mean, they're going to have yes. to keep rolling with them because of where they took him, but it's not looking good. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, going into that draft, I watched a good amount of Zach Wilson film. You know, because that's when the Niners moved up to three. So I was trying to figure out what quarterback they were going to take and who I liked. And I said it from like from then, like I've never like I've never been a fan of Zach Wilson coming out just because at BYU, like if you watch the tape, he never had a pass rush. Like I mean, he would literally drop back and just sit in the pocket for ten seconds. 20 set like it feel it felt like forever like he had never had he never dealt with pressure he would literally just sit back there roll a little to the right roll a little to the left like just it was and then in the nfl like you have pressure every down like you have like 
you have to learn to play with that in your face every snap. And I don't think he dealt with that ever in college. And it's, it's really showing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, this Jets roster is, is built to win right now. I mean, you look at they the guys, the, the defense is playing at an extremely high level. They got weapons on the outside. Brees Hall is out now, but the O line is, is playing above average now at this point too. Like this team is, is built to win with that defense and mm-hmm. he's just holding them back. Honestly, he's, I, I just, I think he's a, a talented player. I just don't think, I think his football IQ is extremely low. And I think he's yeah. one of these Kyler Murray guys that probably doesn't watch much tape. And he's out slaying Mills. I'll give him that. But if, if I'm a Jets <laughs> fan, I would not want him leading my franchise. Well, yeah. I mean, the, in the five games he started this year, he has about 1,050 yards, which is comes down to about 210 per game, a 54.9 completion percentage, and three touchdowns and five picks. And that's not including how bad his advanced stats look. Yeah. Five so games? Just, yeah, in five games. Just, just not that's great. Tough. I mean, especially yeah. when he goes up against, you know, a, a Bill Belichick guy type of guy. He just – Belichick reminds mm-hmm. you of what Zach Wilson really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not BYU. This, this is the big boys up here. Yeah. yeah. Not great. I, I'm i not investing in Zach Wilson stock. If you could, I'm not investing in it. This is a big buy low spot if you are. <laughs> if, if it is, yeah, it is buy low. <laughs> All right. We'll set up Next up. Next up. Minnesota Vikings are 6-1 and one right now, leading the NFC North by a pretty wide margin. Looking like they're probably going to wrap up this division and, and host a home playoff game. But are they true Super Bowl contenders out of the NFC? No. No? No. It's just, I mean, I, just, I think this stat says it alone. The teams that they've beat in their six wins have a combined 18-29 and 29 record. So they're not beating good teams by any means. The one time they did go up against a good team and the Eagles, they got their asses kicked. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I can't believe in them. I mean, I'm glad they got TJ Hawkinson. I don't think he all of a sudden makes them Super Bowl contenders. I mean, they're like, they're 12th yeah. in points scored and 13th in points against. So it's like they're not really good on offense or defense. Mm-hmm. They're just solid. And I mean, their offense definitely can be dynamic, but then I mean, you Kirk Cousins. They're and, Kirk and Cousins in prime time. It's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we've seen we've seen they're, the story play out. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 good, but they're not they're not necessarily great at anything. And if if you have a Super Bowl caliber team, you have to be great at something. You have to have a great pass rush. You have a great running game. A great O line. A great quarterback. You have to have something that you're great at. And yeah, they're just not great at anything. And and like you said, I mean, all of their wins have been one score games. And in the past three games, too, they've led double digits in the second half and ended up barely squeaking out those games. I mean, a good team puts those teams away, and they're just playing in survival mode in these games against inferior opponents. I think that 6-1 and one record is a lot of fool's gold, and they're not nearly as good as their record shows. Yeah. Definitely. If the Niners had to play them in the playoffs, I would not. I wouldn't be scared. You know, I'd feel oh, really Jesus. good. Oh, They'd kick the shit out of the Vikings. Yeah. I, I would take the Niners, and I don't <laughs> even think that's – Really a tough what would, what would that spread be right now? Wild card weekend, Vikings, uh, Niners. Niners at home, or the Vikings are hosting it? Vikings are home. I think it would be minus three Niners. I'm debating if I want to give the Niners the hook or not. I think, I, I think I'd probably go Niners minus uh, three and a half. I get, I'll give them the hook. I'll give them more than the field give goal. The hook. Half, yeah. yeah, I'd take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Niners in that too. Yeah, I would. I mean, but I mean, it's just the thing too. Like we've seen this story with Kirk Cousins play. Yeah. But hey, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk might go get himself another bag. 
I mean, Kirk is the ultimate finesser in the league at going getting that bag while playing mid-level quarterback. Play. We signed that extension last year, which is just for even more money. Yeah, and I think was it a two or three year extension? It was like three years and like another like ninety million dollars. Yeah, so something. I mean, like, you know, he's his own agent, right? Tough game this year. Is he? Yeah, he know, negotiates all his contracts. Job. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah and that's why all his stuff is fully guaranteed. I mean, cause he got those two years with the franchise tag, racking up that money, then got all this money he's had with the Vikings. I mean, mm-hmm. just an absolute genius. He's doing it right. He's definitely finessing. Doing just good enough to make like thirty yeah. million. Yeah. <laughs> he's just teetering right there to where he's not great, but he's not shit. That you know, he'll take you to get that bag. Well, to where the Vikings are like, well, if we lose him, then we're truly fucked. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess we got to keep him. All right, would y'all would y'all rather have Jimmy G or Kirk Cousins? I'd rather have Kirk. Yeah. But Jimmy's got a little Jimmy bit of does, clutch factor. Jimmy though. does Kirk. Yeah, that that's the that is the main argument. Is yeah, Kirk is obviously not clutch whatsoever, and Jimmy has Jimmy's been had, clutch. Yeah, he's had. He but my also clutch. thing is, I think Jimmy has Shanahan calling his plays. So yes, I that kind of makes that. A, that makes him clutch sometimes. He just it really it depends so, who's calling plays. I yeah. really think it does. Yeah, and Kevin O'Connell's not doing a bad job. I mean. They've actually made – I mean, they're running the ball, I think, at the second-highest clip in the league now. So, I think that's definitely helping Kirk. So, but, yeah, I mean, Kirk's Kirk, man. At least Jimmy G's got Kirk some – Kirk Jimmy G's got a clutch factor to him. Uh, all right, then here's the second one for you. Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins? Carr. I'm gonna t- yeah, I'm going to take Carr over Kirk. I, I would – that's what I would think, but I don't – I don't know. Like Carr looked, I mean, Carr looked cheap, Carr has though. not looked good this year. He's I don't. I really like don't. Shit. I really do not know what's happening with the Raiders right now. I don't know if it's Josh McDaniels or if it's Derek Carr. It um, makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, but the, the only thing, I mean, the Saints game, they got killed. But I mean, and all the other losses, they've been in the game right there, and then they they blow it last yeah. second or they don't hold on. Um, and they've had a tough schedule. Yeah, they have. Derek Carr just yeah, because they play. They play just the, they play the NFC sometimes West just th- and there. Yeah, yeah. You like yeah, this has been happening the entire podcast. Yeah. I'm going to talk and that, yeah, like, sorry too behind. <laughs> uh, but it's like it just, just like sometimes like Derek Carr does what he did this weekend and just like throws up a little fart that you're just not expecting. God, y- y'all, I played I played Carr over Dak this week. Biggest mistake of my life. I guess the, what a card. What a card do fantasy wise? Like two point nine nine points, bro. And Dak was on my bench with thirty one. I did not good. experience the rage I was having all day Sunday. Did you lose because of it? Yes, I lost by fourteen. <laughs> oh damn! So you would have won if you threw. Dak I would have won, if, and I and later uh, I don't I don't know what I was thinking. I was th- well, I was thinking like. The Cowboys were just going to run the ball down the Bears' throat and, like, not have to throw it all because, like, th- they can do that. And that's what they did the second half. I mean, they didn't really – like, he had, like, 30 points at halftime and then didn't really have any more. But I didn't think Carr would be so shit. Yeah. <laughs> I went against Derek Carr and Devontae this week. So I, was I mean, what did Devontae – Devontae put up what this week? He had one three point. yards. Did he put up one point? He had one catch for three yards? Yep. Three yards. Oh, my God. How does – how does that happen? I don't know. How, but throw I was him thankful some, throw for him it. some screens. Just get him the Figure fucking ball in his hands. Yeah. That's Man. terrible. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, and going back to Kirk, though, at least with Kirk, like, you know what you're getting. 
You know, if they're going up against the Broncos, a really good defense, he's probably not going to do that good. But but I but the <laughs> argument is though, if you're in a you know a playoff game or a Sunday night football game, I'm yeah, and, I'm taking and, Derek Carr, and you need to drive. Like I think Derek Carr can yeah. get you that. Kirk's not going to get you. Yeah, that. no. That, yes, regular season time at week well, seven at noon. Kirk Kirk's your guy. No doubt. Prime time Kirk, and then there's regular 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 games. Kirk, yeah. Right? So we got to define it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different guy. And we really haven't seen Derek Carr in like those playoff moments, I guess. Cause he, I mean, but we've seen him in prime time. He's not bad in prime time, but Kirk is just like an anomaly. Like it's like Kirk, noon slate, Kirk, Thursday, Sunday, or Monday night football. Just yeah, like, shit. I, I wouldn't want the record shows it. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. <laughs> anyone that thinks the Vikings are actually, I mean, fuck, man, though, if. If there's a year though that Kirk Cousins is gonna make the Super Bowl, this might be the it, fucking year. Fun, yeah. <laughs> it would be this year. Yeah, they're gonna go on a slide. I can already see. I will that. say, will. I mean, back, back on the Raiders, their O line is pretty shit. I will say that. So that's not helping. Their line is shit. Yeah. But they have gotten this running game going, which you would think would help out the whole offense, and it just really hasn't. Yeah. Uh, I think they only gave putting up numbers. They only gave Josh Jacobs like ten carries yesterday, which didn't make much sense to me, but. Yeah, I mean they were they were down most of the game though. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, but yeah, I mean the the Vikings, you know, I mean this, the fact that all of their wins have been one score games. I mean that that's the ultimate stat that you're due for aggression. I mean that that's yeah. pure luck that you when you're six and one and you're beating inferior opponents and you're winning by one score games, like this team is due for major aggression. Like there's no there's no doubt about it. Yeah, like I don't the Cardinals aren't that good and they just barely beat the Cardinals, right? Well, they don't fucking muff that punt. They probably lose that game. Yeah. But yeah, beyond that, um, T. Law looked good at you know first few weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Kind of been hitting a slide recently. What what are we thinking about his play and kind of just the Jaguars as a whole? I just don't think he beat ETN. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you got ETN in fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. He, he does too. Yeah, it's great to have. It's fantastic to watch. Man's a freaking beast. No, I was looking at ETN like for advanced running back stats. He has he has some very good stats. Bro, he's him. averaging like seven yards a carry. Well, he gets so many chunk plays. It's well, yeah, like it's crazy. Like I mean, the past the past three weeks, he had like ten carries, ten carries, fourteen carries, and, he, and it was like eight yards a carry each game. And then I think the one was. Well, yeah, like, there was like three or four games in a row where he's had like a forty-yard run. Like, yeah, just, he's a fucking beast. Yeah, it's fantastic. But go, yeah, going back to going back to Lawrence. Yeah, I just, I mean, something's gonna have to change because we kind of, I think most people kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt with the Urban Meyer situation last year, and we're expecting the first couple weeks he looked he looked he, pretty damn good. He looked like, hey, maybe we turned a corner here. He's been missing but, some I mean, throws. Yeah, I mean, the last five weeks, they've had a five-game losing streak where he's averaging 214 yards a game with four passing touchdowns and five picks. He has gotten a couple of QB sneak rushing touchdowns, but, I mean, anyone so can for, do that. So, let me ask this. For Trevor Lawrence, I know we're not anywhere near, like, he's a bust, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're getting close. At what, at what point, though, are we actually considering him as a colossal bust? We're because we got to remember, too, like, this guy coming out of college, like, this is, like, the best prospect since – Peyton. The Mannings and the Lux and, you know, these yeah. guys are, like, the unanimous, like, 1A, one, one like, top dog, you know, one ge- generational talent. When does it get to a point to where, like, okay, this guy might seriously be a, a bust in this league? 
I'd say after year are, are three. We, are we there right now? Nah, I, I got to give him at least till after year three. After, after year three? If after year three he's still like he is right now, then I'd have to call it. But, you I mean, know. there is there there. I think there is enough talent on this offense, though, and with Dougie P in there to where, like, he should be playing better than this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he should for where he. Yeah, I mean for where he was drafted. Yeah, he should be playing better. But I mean, Peyton Manning struggled in the beginning of his career. Josh Allen yeah, took yeah, three yeah. years. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get mad at you, but every everyone always points like, oh, it's a Peyton Manning like cop out. Like, he stuck his first two years. Like I think he was like the one outlier where that's like actually been true. Like even Josh Allen was like somewhat shaky his first couple of years, but like you still saw it there. They still made the playoffs in what a second year. I don't know about, it. but with Lawrence though, we see flashes of it. The last it's couple a, weeks, man, he's missing some bad. Missing but it's not gross. like we have not seen flashes. Yeah, we've seen the flashes of the greatness that he is capable of. But the question is, is can he consistently put that together on a week to week basis? I'm gonna have to see him. I'm gonna have to see him like really turn a corner here because I'm I'm leaning definitely more towards bust. I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna need to see like a two minute drive, you know, winning comeback at the end of the game. Something like that. How is there? Has their O line been? I could how, not answer that question. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I really don't know. I mean, they're good enough for ETN to have seven yards of carry. I mean, I can't be absurdly yeah. bad. Like their running offense has been good, and it's not like Lawrence is getting sacked all the time. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I I'm gonna need to see like three, four games in a row to where you know he's looking like he did in the first two weeks. Yeah. And it's like he can't be missing some of the throws that he's missing. Like he's for someone that was drafted number one overall, being crowned as the next fucking Peyton Manning, next Andrew Luck. Like you can't be missing some of these throws, especially in year two. Yeah, I mean the O line's been holding up. I mean he's not really near the top in sacks, knockdowns, or or hurry ups. I mean yeah, it seems like the O line's holding up pretty decently for him. I mean I'd probably I'm gonna he's he's probably the second best quarterback in that draft so. Well, that That's not us, saying much. <laughs> that leads us to another question then. So we're going to re-rank the 2021 NFL quarterbacks in a hypothetical draft of five players with five quarterbacks, okay? So let's just say it's a it's a five-man draft. Or not a draft. Let's not even do a draft. Let's do a, Rank five. A, a power ranking, yeah. Okay. okay. Based on what we've seen from when they've been drafted to now. It went in twenty twenty one. It went Trevor Lawrence, Zach Will, or it went Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance. No wait, Wilson. Zach Wilson was the next. Zach one. Wilson yeah, and Lance. My bad. It went Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and then Mac Jones. Okay. Where are y'all ranking them now? Today's NFL. We're at week eight of the twenty twenty two season. How are y'all re ranking this, or are you not re ranking it? Are you keeping it the same? Um, I'm going to go before you tell. All right, you got it. And I'm going to go complete recency bias here. And I'm going to take Fields number one. Oh, you, you, oh my after God. two games. After like two or three after good games. After two games. I'm, he throws had, for like 150. Oh my God. He's had the best like three game stretch of like any of these guys in the last two, two games. Two game stretch. Yeah. It was three. Well, yeah, he looked Pats bad. Pats and Cowboys in the before Commanders that. Game, yeah. He, yeah, he didn't do shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going in c- complete recency bias, but it's like Wilson's never looked. Wilson's never been good. So consistent. you're you're so if you let's let's just say that the, let's just I got say, the number one pick in that draft. You're, let's just say you're the Texans right now, and the Bears and Jags are both hitting you up. You're like, hey, we will give you Trevor Lawrence for a seventh. We'll give you Justin Fields for a seventh. You're taking the Fields trade. 
They want to take the field straight right now. Oh, oh my right God. Now, right wow. now. Wow. Right now. <laughs> That's bold. And I'm, I'm Talk about this... recency bias to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to bet on the future at all. For sure. And I'm just – he's looked a lot better passing the ball the last two weeks. And he's – they've but, started running but, the ball okay, with him. Okay, my thing. His passing has looked a little bit better, yes. Not anything crazy. But it's because the Bears, they completely changed their offense in that Patriots game. They started running the ball a lot with him. They started, you know, just giving him a favorable offense because they weren't running the right offense for him his whole career. Trying to make him be a pocket passer. Yeah, and that's not who Justin Fields is. He's an athlete, man. Yeah, he's you got to use your skill set. He's listed as an athlete. But I mean, I, I mean, if I'm, I think Lawrence still has to be number one, based on the based on the flashes in the pan we've seen, and I don't. I don't know. I like I like Fields. T- at least, at tough, least if though, Fields isn't great throwing the ball, is he can at the very least he's dynamic running. How long does that last you though? If you have a below average passer that can kind of run or not, kinda, he can run. He can run. I'll give him that. But a below average passer that can run. Uh, he's been he's been more accurate the last couple of weeks. At the very least, he's been more accurate, and that alone is good. Because I mean, I I mean that can you can definitely do things. At least it gives you another option. Yeah, but I'm just talking based on the strict upside of that Lord's. That we know like that we're building, building a franchise. Yeah, you're building it. Let, yeah, yeah, you got to go say, more. Let's say you're Texans. Okay, I guess thinking about it that way, like, I mean, I wasn't too I, dug no, in no, on the You fields. better, no, hold, hold on. Hold I know, on. I wasn't too die dug in on Die on your it. mountain. I know. Don't back not, this is not, down. This Don't is not a hill down. I'm willing to die on. Well, you, you already said it. You got to <laughs> die on it. You already said That's it. That's not true. I don't have to deal with everything I say. No, but. You made the take, but you're gonna back. You're gonna back in your corner now. I don't. I didn't look into this too much. I don't have a shit ton of stats to back it up. And I mean, but not, I mean, I don't. I don't have. I don't think But I mean, it's just eye test. It's just like I mean, the only reason. I mean, like I said, at least Fields gives you another option. If he's not looking great throwing the ball, at least he can run the ball, and there's still that threat. I mean, what about Trey Lance? It was just like, like well, I, he's I mean, the biggest wild card. We just, we. I mean, I, I have, have what he is. I have Lance. I'd still have Lance. I mean, Lance, third. Lance, I'd have him over Zach Wilson. To be honest, Lance could either go. Lance could go one or five or anywhere in between. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, let me do my let me do my full rankings. I right go. Right. Right. that. So so I'm, I'm gonna go Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. Eh. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mac then Zach Wilson. Because I just really think Zach Wilson's that bad. Wait. So you went Fields, Lawrence, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Mac, and Zach. Yeah. At least Mac's not gonna throw me out of a game. Like Zach Wilson has been throwing him out of games. I, I have Zach. I would have Zach as my last as well. I, I I think that I with a quarterback, it's like if they don't get it, they don't get it. Yeah. Like and this guy just I don't think this guy is a NFL. Cor- and I quarterbacks you have to be smart to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. You can't just go out there and just dick around and fucking chuck it up. It's not it's not BYU. I, I even though. <laughs> The argument is too like Zach Wilson may have more talent than all these guys, but it's like I don't yeah. think he's ever actually going to put it together. I mean, he definitely has more talent than Mac Jones, but but Mac at least he's not going to throw you out of a game. Uh, at least, I don't at know. least can like stay. I I think Mac, I think Mac Jones is, Kirk is terrible. No, he's worse. I think he's, he's, I think way he's worse. worse than Kirk. I think he's Kirk. I mean, okay, we we got to remember too, Mac. The first few weeks of this season, that offensive line did not hold up to a shit, and Mac came back early from his injury. But I mean, last. If if we did this ranking last year, Mac would probably be one for a lot of people. I thought he was overrated. Let's not forget last that. Year. 
I don't know if Did he'd you? be one because yeah. he never like wowed anyone last That's what year. I, everyone like, he just was like, good and like not turning the ball reason. over and getting him wins. I mean, there were talks last year at one point, people saying the Pats can make the Super Bowl. I know oh, yeah. Matt, Mac Jones is not the guy that's going to lead a team, but I think Mac could be a very good system quarterback to where if you have the pieces around him, the team can win games. Like, like, like I said, like a Kirk Cousins. He's not going to, he's not going to wow you. With I take Jimmy over Mac Jones. That's how, that's how I know he's asked. Now this is just for fun. Would you take Daniel Jones or Mac Jones? Daniel, oh, God. for Which sure. Jones boy. I'm taking. I mean, I'm biased, but I'm taking Danny Dimes. Danny, Danny Dimes can run the ball too, Bro, baby. They've been winning they've been games. Camp and turn the. Like I saw. I would probably take Danny over him as well. I saw this thing. It was like everyone's talking. But that's about not how saying much. Packers don't no, have receivers. Man. <laughs> everyone's talking yeah, about how the Packers don't have receivers, but like the Packers, the the the. The Packers' best two wide receivers would be like Alan Lazard would be huge for the Giants right now. Romeo well, Dobbs would be huge on the Gi- Giants right now. Like no one's thought they're winning games, is. you know? Fucking Richie James. Well, no, so what we've talked about too for a while now because Brophy's a Giants fan over here. Oh, okay. But 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 what's gonna happen? Uh, what we know is gonna happen is that the Giants are gonna get in the playoffs this year, right? Oh, he's gonna get extended, I think. And they're gonna sign Daniel Jones to a fat contract. They're gonna extend Saquon to a four-year deal. Yeah. And they're gonna be trapped in hell with those two guys for the foreseeable future. And I'd love it as a Cowboy it dep- fan. Like, the I don't, Giants I mean, are gonna be so. What do you What do you do though? You know, guys. I don't think you have to. You kind of go eleven and six and make the playoffs. And then you're like, this is Dable's guy. And if Dable goes into these offseason meetings backing Daniel Jones, you are a hundred percent signing Daniel. Jones. I just think if, if, unless it, Dable like like you know goes out on a limb and says, you know what, we went eleven and six or whatever, ten and seven, made the playoffs. But it's not him as Shane. Too. I don't think he's our guy. But I don't think he's going to say that if if they actually do that. I mean, if we keep winning games and he's not turning the ball over. I'd be okay signing to a twenty-five mil per year contract. Like, <laughs> I'd be very okay with that. You're gonna be giving him thirty. Yeah, it might be no way. He's young, man. It might be close. It might be closer. Old Philip Rivers got twenty-five a few years ago when he was about forty-five. I know it might be closer to thirty, but as long as he's out eighteen kids. I mean, if it's <laughs> Daniel Jones is young and hungry, Daniel Jones is getting thirty mil five years. I mean, probably more. It depends. It, de- it depends. He might it, get more. Yeah, it yeah. depends how it's constructed. But it's like, but I. If he come, if he starts commanding like thirty five plus or like even like thirty two plus, like the, I don't think the Giants are going to give him that. They might just take their chances and trade picks and try and get someone in the draft. I mean, thirty two. You think they're going to draft? They right try now? And trade for? I mean, I don't. I don't even know what quarterback. Where, where would thirty two million a year rank right now among all quarterbacks in the league? On a, I'd have to look. Look, yeah, look down. Oh, it's low. It's, it's not, not even that be, high. It'd be, it'd be middle. I mean, it'd be QBs middle are getting, QBs are getting paid an astronomical number now. And if, yeah, yeah. Like, like we said, if, if Danny Dimes. Leads them to the playoffs with who is his number one? Richie James. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I mean, that, I that's even that more guy. of the case it's, to where um, if you're in that front office, we got to pay this guy. We got to go get him an actual receiver. Oh, and yeah. I'd love that because I because I Daniel Jones is not the guy. I know Daniel Jones. Is yeah, I mean he's not gonna. I mean he's not gonna run the division with him there. You know, you're not scared of them with him behind the playing quarterback. I know, but if he's if we keep winning games, he's not turning the ball over like. But yeah, yeah. Also, you're winning games on a really easy schedule. To be fair, too. he's looked way yeah, different we're, we're, this year I'm, I'm than talk- he ever has. He yeah, he lo- he looks better this year than he ever has. By but, far, but, but not I'm even ta- close. But, but I'm talking that he's the guy that you are going to be married to and cap strapped to, and I know you signed to that five year deal two three years down the road. He'd be around like. Ooh, you are going to get out of that one. He'd be around like eight to twelve. 
if that happens. Th- and if y'all make the playoffs and he's putting up decent numbers, which he is, that's what he's going to get. I know, but I don't. I think is now I don't hate it as much as I use. As long as the contract allows us to build things around him and to still construct a roster around him, I don't hate it as much. Well, and then Saquon's a whole different argument as well. I the thing is, I don't know what they're gonna do because if they, I mean, I don't know if they're gonna they try are. and go. I I think they are too. They, but yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, I don't know what Shane. Cause we were trying to trade him this off season, like. But that's because he but, y'all but, didn't know what he was gonna do this year. I think they were scared, yeah. you know. But I, if you ask me, I think that Shane's gonna try and offer him the fucking. No, what the hell? Tag. The, they're they're gonna try and tag him. Mm. If they don't, I think they might let him go. Because I don't, I don't really don't think based off of what what Shane's come from with the Bill system and being the Bill system GM now since that thing got up and running like four or five years ago, I just don't see them signing a running back to a long. How much contract. say does y'all's owner have in y'all's in y'all's personnel moves? Not a lot. It's he basically handed the handed the keys over to Shane and Dable. Because I almost wonder if the owner is like, because Mar- okay, we drafted this guy second overall. He's putting up all pro numbers. He looks like the best running back in the league. Pay him what he wants. I wonder if that's a talk that'll happen yeah. at some point in Giants offseason. I don't know. I mean, Mara admittedly is not a is not a know it all football guy. Like he's he never has been. And but if there's a player you'd fall in love with, it would a hundred percent be Saquon. Yes, but I also at the same time like. I mean, say who who else is selling y'all, who's selling y'all's jerseys? But Yon Saquon. Xavier McKinney, <laughs> Thibodeau, yeah, exactly, Thibodeau. exactly, yeah, I bet Thibodeau. exactly. But, but no, Saquon is—he's the face of that team. Big market, y'all, y'all, yeah. In in New York, you need you need mm-hmm. a super. But everything everything goes to show, and I think Shane's gonna look gonna know this is that every second running back contract that is a massive one, it just does not work out. It never has, especially it never it, has. It, this would be I a mean, second you're, contract, you're, right? Yeah, this would be a second yeah. contract. He's on his fifth year option right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'd be okay with a tag. I'd be very okay with a tag. Yeah. Well, but obviously, uh, I just don't know if he'll. I I could honestly see him sitting out for an entire year because he's already made good money being the number two pick, and he's making good money with his fifth year option this year. And yeah. he's in New York on all these endorsements. I mean, yeah, Saquon is a prime candidate to pull Le'Veon Bell to. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, the guy's so damn injury prone. Yeah. yeah why, would, why would he? Why would he? Why would he risk it for a year when he knows? Yeah, he's if, if I'm Saquon, I'm sitting out from a tag. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I could definitely see a very, very long contract negotiation. How, is he 26? 25, 26, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Still young. But yeah, so my my rank I <laughs> had getting back off the Giants. <laughs> I I would have T Law at one. I would have Fields at two. I would have Mac Jones at three. I would have Lance at four and Zach Wilson in numero five. Mac Jones. You know, you know, you're not, I know you've never really been a big Lance fan, even though he hasn't been playing a lot. I haven't. I I've never been a big Lance fan, honestly, even before his injury and all. Uh, that. I remember when his injury but, happened? You were like, truth. I think you said, "Well, he's gonna be a backup for the rest of his career." <laughs> I I and I'm sorry to say it, Toe, but I really do think that Trey Lance might be a backup, even though he's only played like Bro, two games. Have you all watched him play? He had the highest QBR out of any of the out of the QBs in in that draft. He's good if you actually and call it. He played at what school did he play at? North Dakota, North Dakota State, State. Or South Dakota State. I mean, okay, you know, you know what my reason was for for not being high on Trey Lance. Literally, the I the only thing I watched for Trey Lance was I went and I watched his North Dakota State highlights, and every highlight he had was either him hitting a a kid running 
a fucking you know vertical route wide open, or B have running a QB power and stiff arming and just like chunking kids in the ground linebackers that weigh 160 pounds. I was like, this was not going to work in the NFL. Like right then after that, I was like, okay, this is this would be dope if this was a high school player. <laughs> but but he, but he was like he's played North Dakota State and like I mean they're the powerhouse, just, you know. There's there's some competition. I mean yeah, in their respective you know like conference they are but who are they what teams are they playing against I mean, sam the houston yes um yeah, exactly like a great squad sam houston state uh james madison Corpus crispy a&m like, no they're 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 division three they don't have... <laughs> damn near the same thing nah, cause there's, the there's, same there's there's they're they're ahead of division two football it's like fcs no but i'm telling you go on youtube and w- Search Trey Lance. I'm sure you already have. Western, I have. I, I watched was it. Was it Western? <laughs> I definitely. I've what watched was, all. No, of it. Yeah, North Dakota State highlights. Yeah, and I was watching like play that monster. he made. That I'm like, yo, that would work at the NFL level. Not one. What what they liked so about like, him in the in the pocket passes, wide open or on the run, wide open. Well, he ran the pro style offense like under center. Kids. Like that was the main thing that drew Shanahan is under center play and like. You know, he wasn't just running like a drop pack shotgun spread offense. And like, that's what we do. We, we go under center a lot. And, you know, I I saw improvement. I, I mean, did you watch him play at all this year? Like every no, game? He only played a game and a half. Did you watch his games last? I mean, last year. I didn't watch, I didn't watch the, the bear game that he had this year. That was the only, that was his only full game, right? He got hurt the second game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he, Bears game. That was like that a bear monsoon. Game was like and, a hurricane he, and he actually played well until the very end when it just the rain started. Like his, everyone shredded him for his like completion percentage being like under fifty percent or not under like around fifty, like fifty five percent or something. But it his completion percentage was good until they got down by a score and the last in the fourth quarter it was pouring and so we were having to, we were throwing the ball every play, but like. He couldn't. Can't he, he, we couldn't ball. throw it. Like, it, like we he was missing yeah. every pass, and so his stats like looked totally changed, and he looked like shit in the stat chart in the sheet. But really, he actually yeah. he played better than what that what it showed. It just like yeah. I mean that that's a tough. I mean your first like real star. It's a fucking Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, in it was ridiculous. You. Okay, actually, I'll take back what I said. He's not a backup because I mean, is Garoppolo? Is he on his last year? Is his deal? Yeah, they were. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, last year. Okay, so yeah, the Lance is gonna start next season. I well, mean, they they traded they traded a lot yeah. of picks to get him. So, so I mean, he's he'll, gonna start. he'll he'll get a he'll get another crack next year at it, and it sucks that he got hurt. I feel bad for him. That's honestly. that's like, the that toughest really part. But because you yeah you I mean, want him there like because you only get better by playing you know and so like yeah well. I saw a stat too that like he, he hasn't played like, like three compared years. to like any other quarterback. Yeah, he has played like the least amount of football. Yeah, have and versus any other QB like from like their like because he played one year at college. COVID, yeah, like COVID the, year the showcase game, yeah. <laughs> and then his rookie year he didn't play, and then he played one game this year. So in the last like four after this season, four years of football, he's really played like one season at North Dakota yeah. State. Yeah, and um, he's only twenty two though. He he's still young. He he could make it happen, but yeah, again, he's he's obviously just such a like a mystery and wild card at this point to where we really yeah, we, we we can't really say. And I maybe show him because we can't say shit because we haven't seen shit. And so um, I feel like that's what I look at. Like 
if I was looking for the future, I would take him over Mac Jones for sure. Cause I've seen what Mac Jones is and I don't want that. You know, I, Justin, Justin Fields. But let me ask you this. I think that Mac Jones in the Shanahan offense could be just as good as Garoppolo. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. If not better. Same type of quarterback. There same type of player. I just think, I just don't like Mac Jones for some reason. I think it's just I don't he no, his upside, he does not have upside. He does not have that high level. All right, nobody goes off. But the you team. know but you know in a right scheme that he's probably gonna at least be a, a middle tier QB for you. All I know is if I if I was screaming like that, getting hauled off the field, I better not come back for the rest of the season. That's all I know. What do you think about the zap attack? I think he's better. I think he should be starting. I think, you do? yeah, Zap, I okay. like I like Zappy way better than Mac Jones. I think I just have something against Mac Jones, honestly. But <laughs> that's what it sounds yeah, like. You do not <laughs> like Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> so, so Toe, how how would you have these five guys ranked? What would be your power ranking for them? Lance at one. Yeah, I want to put Lance at one just because, like, if I'm I'm gonna put Lance at one, I'm gonna go Lance. Lawrence, Fields, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. If there was a way to put them both, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, both at the bottom, I would, but, you know. So let me ask you this. Do you think that Mac Jones would be doing better right now on the Jets than Zach Wilson's doing? Hmm. Tough one. You have to eat your words there, huh? <laughs> <It's a tough> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, that is a tough one. I just, I personally hate Zach Wilson. Yeah, just throwing him out of games, like. And that might be I like kind of a preference thing. I, I think guess, the reason but... I take Zach Wilson is because I do know he has a better arm talent than than Mac Jones. So I think you can't learn arm talent and like not saying he can. He's gonna get better, but I'm. I guess I'd say I'd hope that he would learn, you know, learn the game more and get better, make better decisions. I mean, the talent's no question. Because you can just... make, you can figure out, you can get better at making decisions. You can't, you're not going to get the arm talent. And so, I mean, they're both bad, but I should, I guess that's. I think there's just like, some quarterbacks, though, that just like, they don't, they don't. They don't ever they get no it. feel for a pocket awareness or yeah. a quarterback. Like, I think Carson Wentz is like the perfect example. Yeah. Of the work ethic. Like. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that's a it's an interesting debate. I wouldn't um, want to be making that choice. Yeah, <laughs> no. That <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> it's it's tough because I mean this this QB crop from last year. I mean this was one of the most hyped up QB crops in in some time. Yeah. And I mean, based on right now, it's really not looking anything special. Very underwhelming. Yeah, extremely, just to say the least. All right, next question though. Beyond that, Tony Pollard. Let's get to let's get to our guy TP here. I mean he, I mean any analytical stat, I mean he's right at the top in all the RBs in the league. Mm-hmm. Do you all think that Tony Pollard is a top ten running back in the NFL currently? He might be at the back end. Top ten, maybe not top, top ten, 10. but top twelve. I'd take him for sure. I guess I think. I think that he is top ten, and I'll tell you why right now. So. Like I said, he is near the top in almost every meaningful category, and the eye test obviously does not lie. Like 
anyone that watches Cowboy games sees that burst, sees that explosion, sees the vision. He's he's got it all. And according to PFF, he's the third best running back in the league behind Josh Jacobs and Nick Chubb, two of the best to do it currently. He is leading the NFL in yards per carry, tied with Travis Etienne at 6.2. He is first in yards after contact with 3.6 per carry. And he's the definition of a home run threat. He's tied for third in 20-plus yards run. He's tied for second in 30-plus yards run. He's leading the league in 40-plus yards run, and he's tied for first in 50-plus yards run. And we got to keep in mind, too, he's only averaging about 10 carries per yeah. game. I mean, and based on all these stats, too, the fact that it's a guy that's getting 10 carries per game is kind of wild in my mind to even believe that he's, you know, leading these stats like he is, specifically with explosive plays, considering most of the guys that are, you know, at the top of these explosive plays are getting 18 to 22 carries per game. I think he's a top 10 running back in this league. And as a Cowboy fan, I wish that the Jerry Jones would just say, fuck it, and put him as the RB1 and let Zeke still get 8 to 12 carries a game or whatever. But he, but Tony Pollard's the better player. And I, I think Tony – I mean, let, let's do a breakdown here. I would say – I think we all agree Derrick Henry's better than him, yes. McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yes. Saquon. Saquon, yes. Mara. Uh, did you say Chubb? Chubb, yes. Chubb. Dalvin. Yeah, I'll give Dalvin, yes. Mara. Mara, six. Uh, I think he's better than Naj. Yeah, he's better than Naj. He's better than Naj, too. Mixon? Mixon? I'd rather have I'd rather have Paul than Mixon right now. I th- Mixon uh, I, that's not Mixon that's, talent. That's I, li- I like Mixon's talent. Their O-line is just playing so bad, man. Well, Pollard can catch the ball better than Mixon can. My thing with just, like, running backs is... Mixon had seven catches this week. I I want a running back that has that breakaway speed. Yeah. And I mean I think that was one of the the big reasons I love the McCaffrey thing was because if you have Elijah Mitchell or Jeff Wilson back there, let's say there's a wide open hole, playoff time, right? That might be a 20 30 yard run, but with McCaffrey, if you're on 25, that's a 75 yard touchdown. And that could be all the difference if if you advance or go home right there. And Tony Pollard has that. We we've, we've seen him do it time and time out. I mean this past week, he had 14 carries for a buck 31 and three touchdowns, averaging 9.2 yards per carry. Um, this guy's going to get fucking paid in free agency. I think a team's going to pay him a lot of money as well. Eckler? Yeah, Eckler. I think Eckler. Yeah, yeah. I don't respect Eckler's name. What, uh, JT. Yeah. You're taking him over JT. I know that. I know too well. Based on right now, I'm going to take Tony Pollard over JT. Ooh. What I've seen this season. All right, what about – Because Pollard gives you a dual threat, too, because he'll – I mean, Jonathan Taylor's never been known for his ability to right. take passes. Tony Pollard or ETN? It's Pollard. Oh. Oh, that's close. Right? Actually, I, I actually have a Would You Rather segment brewed up right here if you want to go over it. Sure. Okay, I have about eight running backs listed right here. All right. All right. So, would you rather have Tony Pollard or this current NFL running back? Tony Pollard or Josh Jacobs? Pollard. Jacobs. I'm gonna say Jacobs too, just based on what he's done. He's been he's been nice, man. He's been he's been he had some cupcake ass matchups. So he's been a dog though. Jacobs he's he's Jacobs a little thicker than Pollard, and he's still got and he's still got the shake, and he's got the and he's got the speed. I'll. He's got the my shake, biggest he's got thing the that quake. my biggest thing that Pollard has is his receiving ability. 
That's what I like. In I mean, yeah, he so coming out of college, he was a, re- a receiver. Oh, yeah, he's got good hands. He's got soft hands. I mean, all right, next one. Tony Pollard or Aaron Jones? Pollard. Pollard. I would agree with Pollard. Tony Pollard or your boy Travis Etienne? I like Etienne. Etienne, yeah, I take Etienne. I think Etienne's got a little bit more, a little more pop. I I disagree. I'm gonna take. Pollard. It's a similar. They're very similar, you know. They are. They similar. are similar guys. It, they are. I, I I'm a little biased. I'll I'll say that. Tony Pollard or Dalvin Cook? Dalvin. How old is Tony Pollard? 25, maybe? He's got to be about 24, 25. I'm going to go with Dalvin just out of respect. I am too, just some what we've seen Dalvin do year in, year out. Tony Pollard or Damian Pierce? Pollard. Damian Pierce is... Damian Pierce, bro. I'll, I'll take Damian Pierce. I'm going to take Pollard. Tony Pollard or Jonathan Taylor? It's hard because you think about last year and then you're seeing this year and you're like, well, which one? Well, which, the problem is it's – Which one are you getting? It's, it's, well, it's tough just because Tony Pollard does have like a smaller sample size. He's only been the bell cow for how many, like three games? Yeah. To where he's like truly been well, the guy. He really hasn't been the bell cow. Even when Zeke was out last week, he only got 13 or 14 carries. God, really? Really? Tony hasn't been Tony hasn't been a bell cow in his whole career. So I mean that that almost makes you want to take JT cuz JT can give you 25 carries. Yeah, cuz he kind of cuz Pollard's kind of smaller, you know, like what how much he weigh? Like how much is he? Is he like 200? Maybe. Maybe. That's what I'm saying, you know. Is he can he take that that every down 20 carries a game? Can he be that dog? Mhm. I I can you I got to say JT. Just out of respect. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take JT. I'm gonna take Pollard. Oh, I I think this this next one's good. Tony Pollard or Kenneth Walker? Oh, Kenneth Walker. I like Kenneth Walker. I'm gonna take Kenneth Walker too. That guy's a fucking dog. Yeah. I'm taking Pollard because the receiving, and I just I like him more. Tony Pollard or Leonard Fournette? Tony, Tony Pollard. Tony. Fournette's stats are inflated. Yeah. All right, Tony Pollard or Saquon Barkley? Saquon. Saquon, for sure. Yeah, Saquon. Yeah, that's that's all I got there. I didn't even have Saquon. That was kind of just for shits and gigs. Man, I'm liking Damian Pierce, man. Damian Pierce is a Bro, he's nice. He's nice. Player. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Man, I got... One thing that's nice about him, too, is he doesn't. He didn't get near... Uh, he didn't get shit for carries at Florida, either. Yeah. So he's a fresh guy. Yeah. That 75 yard running into Chargers was nasty, too. Oh, yeah. You want to take a timeout break? I got to go piss real quick. Yeah, get some water. All right. All right, bet. And we're back. Good little piss break. All right, so now we're going to hop into a few fantasy football topics. First one being, is Jonathan Taylor a top 15 play still in fantasy formats? Ooh. I mean,. I feel like he is because that would put him basically what mid tier RB two at that point. Yeah, yeah. I'd still, I'd still be comfortable playing him there. I mean, it's just he hasn't been great, but I mean, he's still Jonathan Taylor and the upside's still there. You're thinking maybe with the offensive coordinator getting fired, that might help. Assuming that because clearly he wasn't doing great under the new under the OC, 
So you know, I don't know. You'd hope that fix things. I still like you. If he's your RB two, like you're pretty good. You gotta keep him there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just the expectations of you draft him to be like that stud RB. He's definitely disappointing. Any draft, but you know, I'd hope with Ellinger they can play that eleven on eleven football. Maybe open up a little gaps for him. And you know, if he didn't play a good Mm -hmm. chunk of the game, went out with that ankle injury, then came back. So I don't know if his ankle gets better. I, I'd, I'd take him as definitely an RB2 for sure. And now with Hines out of town yeah. too, you would think that he's going to get some more of that receiving action as well yeah. too. Um, yeah, I think he's still a top 15 RB play. Um, I mean, yeah, def- you're definitely, definitely not, not happy. Top 10, top 5. You're definitely not happy. I mean, he could definitely get back there, obviously. I mean, he really started thriving later in the year last year after like week 6 last year anyway. But, I mean – yeah, for people who drafted him either number one overall or if you're like Josh in our league and spent 69 bucks on him, you're probably not too happy. But do uh, y'all do like a buy? Like, yeah, yeah we, we, did do, an we do an auction. Oh, wow. Yeah. See? Yeah, see, I took Joe Mixon at five with a reach, thinking thinking he had a brand new O-line, Ooh. thinking – You didn't take your boy Kamara? No, because there was all the suspension shit going on. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know, but – my running backs are all right, though. I got Mixon, Etienne, and Damian Pierce, so it's all right. Yeah, it's not bad yeah, it's, at all. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. That's pretty cut and dry. All right, beyond that, so DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he he fell pretty late in most fantasy draft formats. Um, looking like a beast now. He's put up back-to-back huge weeks. Is Nuke looking like the steal of the draft? I mean, I think so. His ADP was 32 for PPR wide receivers. 87 overall. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like he has because either way, like even if you were, what, 1-5 when he came back, he could be the missing yeah. piece or you've by now traded him off for some good pieces. Or if your roster's already great and you've added him, like then, could be unstoppable now. So it's, it's the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. If you could weather the storm and wait for him to get back, then, yeah, I'd definitely say he's the steal. He can – He's gonna win people. He might win the. Yeah, he might win the guy who got him in our he's, league. He's probably gonna be one. Yeah, one of those guys that's one of the highest rostered guys on championship mm-hmm. teams. With Nuke, this is the perfect case of just like case study of how impatient that just people are in this world nowadays. I mean, like I like in my other league, I've seen Nuke's been traded like four fucking times. I ended up getting him a few. Weeks really, ago, really next to nothing. Yeah. Jeez. Um, but yeah, he eighty oh, seventh overall. I mean, he's obviously a locked-in wide receiver one now. The other wide receivers that were going near him were Rashad Bateman, Alan Lazard, Elijah Moore, and Hunter Renfro. I mean, he was going near some guys now that are pretty much droppable at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, if you could have held on to Nuke and, like you said, weather that storm, then you got a, you got a stud wide receiver one locked and loaded now. I mean, and it, it definitely sucks if you traded him off before God, you came back because you definitely be got pissed. less value than what – than what you should yeah no i in, in my league so i initially i i drafted nuke in like the ninth round in my other league and like week like three i traded nuke and miles sanders for Najee harris oh which looks like a terrible trade yeah i i bought into the Najee stock which I uh, no have done. i was but i was out on Najee. but like but three weeks ago after damian pierce had like that 26 point game i traded damian pierce and mike williams for nuke and jamar chase Ooh. So now that so, yeah, Jamar's yeah, out. So now, I mean, I mean, it, still Mike Will's out too. Though, yeah, so. so it kind of works out. And Damian Pierce works out. And for I mean, for Nuke, it, it works out. 
you know. Yeah. Damien Pierce, I'm worried about him this week. They play the Eagles, and literally they just got – like, he was lucky. He was lucky to get 14 points last week against the Titans. They're, this is going to be a Rex Burke. They're, they're, well, I mean, their D-line just dominated the Texans' O-line. So I'm looking at the at the Eagles like they're going to absolutely murder the Houston O-line because they're, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the Houston has no – I mean, Cooks has been pretty quiet this year outside of – Pierce. I mean, they don't have much, and the fact that they're probably gonna be down in that game, yeah, I, I would have to agree. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Damian. Yeah. Week. Um, but beyond that, we've seen Deontay Foreman been popping off recently after the Christian McCaffrey trade. Is Deontay Foreman locked in as a running back too in fantasy football? Um, how so? How do you do? Not this past week, but the week before. 100. He, he had 112 rushing yards. I don't know the stats, but something like that. I think he had, he had a touchdown yeah. too, right? Yeah, I mean, he, fifteen for one eighteen. He's looked damn yeah. good. He looks good. And I don't know who saw this coming, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was fast for me. For I didn't realize he had one hundred and eighteen yards the week before too. I guess I was kind of like, well, maybe when Chuba Hubbard comes back, it, I mean, that might, might cut into a little bit. Well, but I don't Chuba think had hundred yards that game back too. To lose, they both yeah, did. Yeah, that's, yeah. Once I saw that, yeah. like, I mean, yeah, I think. I think in any game too. script, to, and P.J. Walker has yeah. been stepping up this year. In any game script where the Panthers are not down by multiple touchdowns, Deontay Foreman is going to be an integral part of this game plan, and I don't see why he's not an RB2. I, th- I think it re- Unless they're playing like a Bills, you know, or a, a Juggernaut. It really, for me, is like how the, how are they going to use him? If they use him like I think they should, because he's a superior running back to Chuba Hubbard, then he, should, he could be a lock-in RB2 for the rest of the year. But, I mean, if they try and split up these carries evenly with Chiba when he comes back, then that could hurt you. But I think they should give him all the majority of the carries. He's got the size to do it. He, he can take the workload. I mean, he kind of he, he kind of looks like a little light baby version I mean, of he, Henry. Yeah, yeah. He's got the dreads. He's he's tall. He, dreads and he, tall. Was, the, he was the backup on the yeah. Titans, what, two years ago? Last year? Something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, that game that Chuba, that game against Tampa Bay where Chuba still ever, sorry, where uh, Foreman had, like, what, I think it just looked 15 for mm-hmm. 118. I mean, Chuba had nine for 63 and a touchdown, but it's like, I mean, if he's getting 15 carries to the 10, I mean, yeah, to the nine that Chuba's getting, I mean. I mean, yeah, last week Foreman had 26 for 118 and three touchdowns. We go for 15 for 118. Um, averaging eight yards a carry. I mean, I think Chuba will eat into like some of those carries, but he not will, to, but not to the point where he's not an RB two, because that offense is now basically gonna, it's gonna be Deon, it's gonna a, be Foreman, yeah, and it's the it's Foreman gonna show. That. And yeah. Chuba's not that between the tackles guy. Chuba's that come spell you on third down kind of guy. And PJ needs him to succeed in order for yes. PJ to even be decent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I like Deontay a lot more in standing formats versus PJR. Yeah. yeah. But it's, but either way, I think he's an RB two based on how bad the RBs all right been. y'all tell me what y'all think i got offered the, a trade this morning for uh foreman and uh mm-hmm. and iuk were offered to me for cd and i was like you got offered you have, I have CD? cd yeah i told him no i declined it what else what, what else do you have at yeah, what receiver? Was, yeah. oh i got because you said i you, got because you said at rb you have you have who? I have be, Damian ETN, Pierce. Joe ETN. Mixon, and Damian Pierce. So it's not a need. Like That's why I really declined it because I mean, Ayuk's been playing well, but uh, 
My concern with Ayuk though is with the all the mouths to feed on that offense. I don't know if Ayuk's playing. That's right that's now. what I. Think. Well, he looked awesome last week. His Debo, Debo was out. out. But yeah, but he also back. but he had had eleven ahead, targets in two weeks in before, and then this week he only had six targets. But yeah, I have I have CD uh, Waddle and uh, DJ Moore. So it. I'd hold on to CD. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. You I was got like three good backs. Yeah. Play those. Play Waddle and CD, and then the other three at your two RBs. Exactly. That's that's where I did. That's why I declined because I was like, I don't really need to make this trade. Like I'm, I'm sitting all right. With anything too, like for anyone, I wouldn't want to trade for Foreman right now just because his stock is exactly. so high, and I I don't really see his stock getting that much higher than it currently mm-hmm. is. No. Um, I could maybe see some 18 carries for 50 yards and zero touchdowns. Yeah. In the future. Because they were playing so, Atlanta, you know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, but uh, next one, Kyle Pitts, pretty nice game this past week, best game of the season, probably mm-hmm. by far. Is he locked back into an every week start at the tight end position? The problem is, but I feel like because of how light the tight end position is, if you drafted Pitts, you like, have to. I feel like just because of his upside, you have to. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, what what's the next best case of what someone would have next to Pitts? They can pick up Dulcich. I mean, if you drafted uh, Pitts uh, when he was a going, Greg you could pick up I mean, Dulcich. Yeah. But I mean, I yeah. would rather start Pitts than Dolchich. Just because of Pitts' upside, I feel like you have to start him. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would you have hope, another great option at tight end. I, mean, I would hope Atlanta is going to realize that he's their only really passing attack threat. Hey, Drake London. <laughs> but the London the problem is the problem is is that Atlanta has been throwing the ball eight or ten times a game this whole season. Last week was the first week they threw yeah. it more than that. So like, are you really? How can you rely on twenty five percent of the targets on? Eight on eight throws, you know. Yeah, but you're gonna be tough. I mean, you're gonna be kicking. You're gonna be kicking yourself though if you pick up fucking Bob Tunyon and start him, and Tunyon gets fucking three points, and Pitts could yeah. very easily get fifteen to twenty. Yeah, I yeah I think yeah with the with the you know how we're stating it is an every week starter. Obviously, the tight end position, like you said, is thin as hell. I think, and you really don't have many options there. To where, if you have Kyle Pitts on your team, you're not going to have a Kelsey or a Kittle or a Goddard or Andrews or anyone else like that. I mean, that. the past three weeks, you're have to past three weeks, Dolcich has in full point PPR. He's put up twelve point four, eleven point one, twelve point seven. So consistent. He's been a great little waiver wire guy. That's has, consistency. You're would. I mean, it depends on what you want. Do you want your consistency where you know you're going to get those points, or are you just are you shooting for upside? I feel like at tight end, I'm going to shoot for upside. Most of their positions, I'm going to – it depends who you got, and I maybe just take – See, the, I, I feel like tight end, I like because consistency. It's like, I do too. Like, I like I have Dallas Goddard That's as my nice. tight end, and he has, been, he has been like the ultimate consistency player. I mean, he get he averages like 12 – See, I have Ertz. Week in and week out. I have Ertz, and he's like that too. Like, he's pretty much – he's getting me at least 11 – like he's gone 11, he 15, 10, 16, 10, 14. He had six and then 13. So he's getting you around at least 10 every week, which I'll take. All right. I'm gonna, let me ask you all this. I'm going to do a, we're going to do a would you rather Kyle Pitts fantasy edition. All right. So for fantasy football purposes, would you rather have Kyle Pitts or this tight end? Kyle Pitts or Greg Dolchich? Pitts. Pitts, yeah, just for the upside, you got to take him. Kyle Pitts or George Kittle? Kittle. Kittle. Ah, man, Kittle. Uh, Kittle's been balling. Kyle Pitts 
I know. Yes. Kittle's injury stuff worries yeah. me, but regardless, yeah, give me Kittle. Kyle Pitts or Tyler Higby? How's Higby done the last couple of weeks? He's still keeping he, it no, up. No, he hasn't. He had 3.5 and 1.7 yeah. in the last two weeks. Pitts. Kyle Pitts or Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill playing quarterback? How did Taysom do last Taysom week? Taysom listed as a TE. <laughs> Taysom had 8.28, 10.12. Did eight last week. Fuck, part of sick Taysom just because of the other grin. Taysom's right now the fifth tight end in PPR. Because he had like a 40-point week. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Taysom. Yeah. I think I'm going to take Taysom. Take Taysom? I think I'm going to take Taysom just because he does other shit. So, who are you taking? Yeah, they give him goal line carries in the red zone. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts just from what I saw this week. Kyle Pitts or Darren Waller? <laughs> I had a soft spot there for you, didn't I? He has Darren Waller. Yeah, Waller's, Waller's been Waller's been, been tough, tough man. this year. Even when he's even when he's played, he really hasn't done much. He had like two good games the first two weeks. I I I would take Pitts. So <sighs> I think I I they're both they're, they're the pretty same, much honestly. yeah they're like yeah. they're both got that athletic freak upside, but what do you trust more? They don't do anything with it. I mean, I guess at least the Raiders are going to throw the ball more, but... I mean, the Raiders are going to throw the ball more, but I think uh, Pitts, if they learned anything this week, that he's more like a necessity, you know? Like, they it's Pitts and Drake London, and you should throw to Pitts more, you know? Can I take a pass? This one? <laughs> you got to answer yeah. the question. No passes here, buddy. Uh, I'm just I'm going Waller just because I uh, <laughs> gave you Waller. I'll, I'd take Waller too, honestly, just to, just Waller. for respect. All right, last last one. Um, Kyle Pitts or the Muth Pat Fryer Muth. I'll take the Muth. How's Muth done the last? He's been good. Muth's done pretty He's damn pretty good. good. It's ninth overall. How, what was in the last couple weeks though? He's, He's already... he missed a week too. Are y'all full point PPR? I'm still taking, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still taking pits. Taking yeah, I like I like I like consistency, and he's been pretty pretty consistent. He hasn't been bad. He's not been bad. All right, well, that'll wrap up our fancy oh, oh, blind resume. Oh my bad. Oh yeah, Brovy's got a blind. I got Brovy's, two blind Brovy's resumes. Brovy's got a little trivia. All here right, all us, right. So. Well, it's not trivia. Technically, it's trivia, right? I mean, I guess. Okay. So this is blind resume. The first one's going to be quarterback edition. Okay. All right. Player A. 1,924 passing yards, 13 touchdowns, three picks, a 72.7% completion percentage, and 142.7 fantasy points. Player B. 1,694 passing yards, six touchdowns, four picks, 58.8% completion percentage, and 102 fantasy points. Player A, Geno Smith. I knew you knew that. I'm having my team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say say the no second one again. Player B is. The numbers? 1,694 yards, six touchdowns, four picks, 59% completion percentage, and 102 fantasy points. Is player B Aaron Rodgers? No. Are you, are those passing touchdowns or total touchdowns? Passing. Jalen Hurts? Nope. 
are we supposed to guess these? Or are you supposed to give us a list? Well, I'll let y'all guess until you want me to say it. <laughs> uh, what does he have? Ten touchdowns. Six. six. Player B has six touchdown passes. I know it's not. It, it's got to be somewhat of a big name. It's um, gonna be funny. You're gonna be kicking yourself. So Brady? No. Yeah, we are. Stafford? No. Russ? Yes. Russ. Russell Wilson. That's just funny, just because of you know the situation. Obviously, just ridiculous how much better Gino's been than Russ. All right, for the next one, list player A, uh-huh. and then make it a multiple choice question. In terms of what? Like, how do you make? What do you make a multiple choice so, question? So say like, this player. Oh, you want me to give you like options? Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like list player A. Okay. Um well A. these these ones the stats are very similar, so this will be harder. Um all right. Uh I need to look at a list, honestly. Okay, uh whatever. Uh player A, thirty eight is wide position? receiver, wide receivers. Okay. Player A, thirty eight catches, five hundred and twelve yards, five touchdowns, and hundred and nineteen fantasy points. Is it a. Stephon Diggs. B. Jalen Waddle. C. Devonte Adams. Or D. Cooper Cup. Devonte Adams. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I knew, like I couldn't. Ah, fuck. I gotta. Yeah, I'll have to draw that out next time. Okay. Player B. Thirty-nine catches, five hundred and fifty-three yards, five touchdowns, and one hundred and twenty-two fantasy points. Is it? I need to look at a list just so I can fucking it's like come. The same stats. Yeah. yeah, I need to come. How did you? One sec. There's no reason to say that too, because I feel like if you just name those stats, you're just gonna be naming off. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how I felt. I was trying to like think about the stats and numbers last. Well, eventually, I, I just like... feel like y'all would have a couple guesses, and then I just say it, like not for y'all like truly. Like... Okay. Yeah, I guess we could do that too. Okay. So you want me to list it again, then y'all can guess. How many touchdowns sure. was this one? Okay. So five. They both have five touchdowns. So, yeah, player B, 39 catches, 553 yards, five touchdowns, and 122 fantasy points. T. Higgins? Nope. Ooh. I want to say... Um, um, y'all just let me know when you want me to say it this time. <laughs> how many points does he have? 122, so three more than the previous guy, than Devontae. So he's ranked, like, probably, like, 7th or 8th or ninth, something like that? Yeah. Um, Jalen Waddle? No, he's nope. not. Um, it's not Devontae Smith. A.J. Brown? Nope. I'm just trying to name it, think of, like, receivers uh, from teams. Let me just say it. Hold on, no, hold on. Marquise Brown? Nope. Mike Evans? Nope. Chris Godwin? Nope. Debo Samuel? Nope. Brandon Ayuk? Nope. Um, we'll just run down I'm a list. I'm trying to just think of like I'm trying to just run <laughs> through like divisions in my head. It's not JJF. Um, it's not a Packers yeah, receiver. No. Nope. Wait, Alan Lazard. It's not. 
You said five. No. Amon Ra. Nope. Is it AFC or NFC? <laughs> AFC. It's AFC. Okay. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper. Yes. Okay. Damn. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Devonte was a number. <laughs> Devonte <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Devontae Adams ADP was the number four PPR receiver, while Amari Cooper's was number twenty-eight. And Amari, and Amari is about the same as Devonte. Amari's been, been a steal. He's been pretty good. Team. I love it. I love yeah. Amari. It's been awesome. You ready? You. That was a good one. How do you feel about Deshaun coming back? <laughs> Excited, dude. Honestly, can't hurt him. As mm-hmm. an Amari owner, I I don't know, dude. Right. I, I, I don't mind brisket yeah. as his brisket. Like, brisket <laughs> targets the fuck out of him. Yeah, brisket boy. I like that. Like he he targets the fuck out of Amari. So yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how he, he could really hurt Amari. I guess I could say because Amari is the only guy there that's a receiving yeah. threat. Um. But, I, but the only thing I'm scared of is that the fact it might take Deshaun a little bit to build that chemistry. Yeah, and just to get it all back yeah. together, Deshaun you know? Ba- exactly. Because he looks pretty bad Deshaun's in preseason. Deshaun's coming back so late. He did, and so, like, Deshaun's coming back so late, too, to where I'm almost kind of scared to where, like, maybe it's going to take Deshaun, like, you know, four or five You think they're just going to turn it right over to him? Once he's held, or once his yeah. is over? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they pay. They just pay that man so much. Give him two hundred forty mil guaranteed. Yeah, once, That's true. I think yeah. Once that his suspension is lifted, they're throwing him right in the fucking fire. I think. All right, good fancy section, boys. Good, good trivia there, Brophy. All right, our favorite section of the week. We got our week eight oh, against the spread picks. Brophy, you want to give us a rundown of our week seven summary? Jeez. Okay, I'll go look at it real quick. Or I, I can pull it up if you don't have it. I got it right here. Okay, that's fine. All right, so week seven. One of our worst weeks, honestly. My worst by far. We, we had been on kind of a heater recently with our picks. but So week seven, um, Buzzsaw went eight and six, leading the charge. I went eight. Wait, I went eight and six too? No, you. Oh, I'm he at, went. I'm eight, looking at the yeah. wrong week. My bad. Yeah, he went eight and seven. All right. So week eight. Yeah, we're on week nine now. What the fuck? All right. Wait. Is this week eight? Yeah, week eight. All right. My bad. Week eight recap. Not a good week. But someone eight and seven. I went six and nine. Hollywood over here went five Oof. and ten. Hollywood's worst week by far. Hollywood's been on the heater. Not even close. Buzzsaw is now tied with Hollywood, record wise against the spread. Hell of a resurgence. At D money, first week. On the spreads with seven and eight, not bad. Deep money. All right, so going into week nine, we got Buzzsaw at sixty nine fifty two and two, Hollywood tied at that same record, and I'm sixty one sixty and two. So I'm eight games out of the chase. Still plenty of time left in the game to where I I, I can creep up on y'all. I know Definitely. I can. Just gotta have a few good weeks here and there. Put them together. A few fun stats too. Um, from last week. So in games that we all were on the same team, we went last one and four. Typically, mm. or two and four. Typically in games we're all on the same picks, it's usually a pretty nice record. In games we were all on the same spread out of the six, we went two and four. That's a, that's a trend there from last week. But week nine, starting it off. All right. Do you want me to go through it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Thursday night, the Philadelphia Eagles travel to Houston. The Eagles are 13.5-point favorites. 
13 and a half. 13 and a half. I'm going to take Philadelphia. I think they're going to beat Yeah, I'm going to take So am I. They're going to stomp them. 13 and a half. And we're all in Philly, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Next, the Dolphins, the Fish, head to Chicago. They are five-point favorites. Getting Bradley Chubb. Jeff Wilson. Yeah, I'll take the Dolphins. This one's kind of tough for me, man. I almost feel like... I'm taking the fish. I almost feel like the Bears may have some fight in them after trading a lot of their good players. But was it five and a half? Five. Straight up. Five? Where is it? Is it is it in uh, Chicago or Miami? In Chicago. <sighs> I'm going to go fish minus yeah. five, too. So we're all in fish minus five. Okay, next one. Next up, the Buffalo Bills travel to MetLife to play the Jets. They are minus 13. Oh, my God. I'm taking the Jets. So, Jets are plus 13? Yeah. If they had Brees, I'd take them. Uh, I don't want to pick Buffalo minus 13, but I am. Even though I don't really like that. That's so many points. That's a fuck ton. So what are you thinking here? Can Zach Wilson make it competitive? Yeah, I don't think so, but they're deep. Their defense yeah. is really good. All right, I'm going to go with Jets. All right, so you are both on Jets. It is a lot of points. Next one. Oh, yeah, also Tuto. So we all pick a lock of the week, too. So out of all these games, just pick one that's your favorite, and then we'll call right. out your lock. Bet. All right, next up, the Los Angeles Chargers head to Atlanta. They are minus three. I'm taking the Chargers, and that's my lock. That's your lock. Mm-hmm. Chargers minus three? Yep. Right. Getting Keenan back. Yeah. Off a bye. Off a bye. I will say, are they, how much of their team is coming back? Like, is Bosa back? Like, what? Uh, I'd have to look, honestly. I'm going to go Chargers minus three as well. Um, Call it. Keep in mind, this guy went seven and I zero was, in yeah. his first seven locks. He lost his first lock last Brutally. week. Brutally, I find it hard to believe that he loses back to back locks after. I mean, I like I like Chargers. the lock. I just I the one thing I do worry about is that the Chargers have a terrible run defense, and Atlanta likes to run the that ball. That is what I'm a little bit. You know, worried. yeah. And Atlanta's been yeah, competitive. Yeah, so that that'd be my one concern. Um. I'm giving the Chargers the benefit of the doubt of coming yeah. up by and having multiple weeks to prepare for them. Yeah. Okay. I I'll go Chargers. And they're due for a big. They're due yeah. for a blow. With Keenan coming back, like I think they'll be able to do something. I'll go. Hey, and is AJ Terrell? Is he out still? I think so. I believe so. I think they yeah. put him on IR. Yeah. Uh, I think he was just out last week. I I he's on IR. Hey, our our boy, our boy Matt Hankins is on the Falcons practice squad. Folks, we're getting him on the pod soon. He's gonna oh, yeah. in. We're getting Matt on the pod. Is this actually like confirmed? Not confirmed. <laughs> my my buddy's on the. I'm gonna call. Uh, my buddy's on the Colts practice squad. I'll fucking. Is he yeah, actually? he's a wide receiver. Can yeah, you, you could. He's fucking. How how do you know him? Is he, is he yeah, high school. I played ball with him in high school. Well, we gotta get what's Ethan Bernia. Well, you gotta get Ethan. <laughs> All right, no, I'll hit him up. Any, any I'll hit him up. He'll, he'll, hit him he'll, up, he'll, he'll up. probably do it, like for sure. 
Yeah, tell me, tell me, you can zoom in for like, if he wants to like. Yeah, do like just a little short little thing. And we, yeah, and we can, do, we just ask him some questions about you know what it's like being in. Dude, the yeah, Ellen it's probably Gilmore, wild. Whatever. Yeah, going up against Stephon Gilmore in practices. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but he he just got on the. Right, this is his first year on their practice squad or on an NFL team. But it's wild he made it. That's dope. No, because I I really yeah our boy Matt. So we went to like high school. I've known I've known Matt since I was like fucking ten type of shit. Um, it's been it's been in the talks for a little bit. We, we gotta get something confirmed with him. But yeah, I, I would that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll hit him up. All right, next one. Next up. The Vikings travel to the commies. They are minus three and a half. I'm going commies plus three and a half. Give me the Vikings. With, I have four favorites right now. I need a dog. With the fire of Taylor Heineke. Getting them boys ready to play, huh? And they're, they're getting a field goal, too. You said it's minus four? I'm gonna go, uh, three, three and, and a half. half. So, oh, yeah, so four. commies are plus three and a half? Yep. Yeah, commies are plus three and a half. Vikings are minus three and a half. God, I want to take the Vikings. Do you have any stats from this one? Um, in terms of numbers for like any of these games, um, for sharps and stuff, or just yeah. stats in general. Uh, the sharps are six sharp moves on or four. I'm moves. taking the Vikings. They're coming. I'm also just. I think Heineke and them have been playing a couple close games. Very emotional, you know, tight games. My only thing is like the game. fact that the the. The Vikings every win has been a one score game. Yeah. Commies are riding high and I, I think this I think Washington might straight out win this game. They very well could. But it's just I mean the, the Vikings have been beating bad teams and I still think the, the commander's win. defense yeah, is yeah, not good. Team. Their their secondary is bad. And Justin Jefferson should Kirk's, have a day. You know, yeah, Justin J Jeff will play yeah. up off. Kurt going back home. I gotta pick a dog though. I that I haven't picked one dog yet. I'll go commies. All right. Next up is the Packers travel to Detroit. They are three and a half point favorites. Give me the pack. I'm taking Detroit. Give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. Oh God. That's a tough one, man. I mean, I think three and a half is too much based on what Packers have done, but oh God, I think Rodgers may. If this is if there's a game that Rodgers and the Packers are going to get back, it's against the one and six line. Bro, they should have got back against Washington. I know we've been, saying, <laughs> we've been you know about Rodgers and these boys. <laughs> Fuck it out. He's going to take some ayahuasca before the game. Get in the <laughs> zone. Lock <laughs> in. Fuck, yeah. Fuck it. So yeah. Fuck it. All right. Three and a half. Next up, the Panthers travel to Cincy. They are uh, they are seven point favorites. The Panthers are seven, yeah. <laughs> Cincy seven point favorites. This is a tough one. Man, after watching them the other night, not be able to do shit. I'm gonna take Cincy just because the last time they got down bad, they kicked the shit out of I forgot who they played. So Panthers are or not Panthers, Bengals are minus seven. Yep. I'm going to take Bengals minus seven. I'm the Panthers' gonna... defense isn't – I mean, it's not good, but, like, they have some players. It hasn't been terrible. Yeah. Guys. Um, Burns is good. J.C. Horn. You know. Uh, Still got Jack yeah. Tops in there. Fuck it. I'm going to take the Panthers. Yeah, I think it's going to be a field goal. 
Tell you on Panthers. All right, I am on a different game. <laughs> in a lot of them, <laughs> I think y'all are on the y'all are on all of the same really? right now. So that, then, then I'm gonna change yeah, it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cincy. Yeah, go Cincy. I don't know if that's the right choice though, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. That's that's a tough one. I I would not. I mean, all I don't really. I'm not a fan of really many of these, honestly. Yeah. But actually, I like Philadelphia. But yeah. All right. Next up, the Colts travel to New England. They are plus five and a half. This is Luke's lock, by the way. He has the Patriots at five and a half. That's his lock. Yep. And I'm taking the Patriots at five and a half as well. Well, Luke's locks never hit, so give me the Colts plus five and a <laughs> half. I just have a hard time seeing how Ellinger does against. I don't Belichick. think this game's gonna be very high scoring, and I think five and a half is too many points. Like I see this game being like twenty to seventeen. Yeah. I don't think the Colts are going to score 17 points. But, dude, I'm telling you, Ellinger, he, he pushed the ball down. But, Bel- but Belichick against, like, younger, like, just starting quarterbacks, especially in in uh, in New England, he kills them every time. The Colts' time. defense has been playing good. I'm going to say – I'm going to take the Colts. Um, getting crazy. Taylor and I are on the Colts. You and Buss are on the Pats. Next up, the Raiders travel to Jacksonville. They are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me Vegas. Um, I think we're going to bounce back here. I'm getting Vegas as well. No, I'm going to take Jacksonville. Jacksonville? I think their their edge rushers are going to fuck up their offensive line. And Derek Carr is going to look like shit again. I might just be bitter. The Seahawks Seahawks travel to Arizona. They are two-point dogs. See, that line's telling us something right there. Because you would think that the Seahawks should be favored in this game. Oh, yeah. Give me the Cardinals plus two. Minus two. Or minus two. God, that this is a very tough one. I mean that 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 this is this has the feel of a trap game, no doubt about it. I'm taking. I'm Seattle. taking Seattle. Every time I pick, every time I think against a trap, every time I think against a trap game. Kenneth Walker and Woolen, so, Woolen, gonna try and his best yeah, against uh, D Hop. I'm, I'm switching to Seattle as well. I know ask for a sweep is a lot, but that's I'm gonna take it. All right, next up, the this is the biggest, like, whoever loses Kinder season's done. The Rams go to Tampa Bay. The Rams are plus three. I'm taking the Rams plus the three. I'm just going to take whoever. I was going to take whoever was a dog. In this I'm game. taking the Rams, too. I'll take the Rams. In Tampa. They just got whooped by the Niners. They're embarrassed. They're going to come out. I think they're going to. Come, come back to me on this one. That's probably the toughest game to pick, honestly. I don't, I don't know what to do on that. Come back to me. All right. Uh, Sunday night, the Titans travel to Kansas City. They are 12-and-a-half-point dogs. Is Ryan Tannehill playing? Don't know yet. Either uh, way, I'm going I'm going Tennessee plus 12-and-a-half, and that might be my loss. They're going to they're gonna try and the slow Chiefs. the game down on Derrick Henry, so. You're going Chiefs minus 12. That's such a fat spread. It's Andy Reid off a bye, though. I don't care. 
Andy Reid's numbers against the spread off a of bye are. All the Titans have is Derrick Henry right now. Like they don't have anything at wide receiver. If the he but if the Titans can just slow, slow like slow it down, slow yeah. down this game, then they could definitely cover within twelve and a half points. With thirteen days, well, they're also due for a loss for sure, and probably getting blown up. That's so, but they, they don't they don't have to lose. They can. Yes. They could easily lose. Yeah, very easily. Just so twelve and a half, baby. Yeah, with thirteen days of rest or more, Andy Reid is twenty-seven and six straight up, and twenty-one and twelve against the spread, and sixteen and eight against the spread in the regular season. He's due for regression. Give me the Titans. <laughs> Yeah. I'm take Titans. Titans. All right. What's the Monday Night Football matchup looking like? It is Baltimore traveling to New Orleans. They are minus two and a half. I'm going to take Baltimore. That's my lock. Mm -hmm. Lock. I, oh God, I'm on a lot. I think, I think New Orleans might win this game straight up. Give me, give me New Orleans plus two and a half. Are they plus three or two and a half? Two and a half. They're not three. Nope. Three of the five books, actually four of the five books they have on here are two and a half. <sighs> I don't like it, but I, th I'm gonna get taken. Actually, that that's not gonna be my lock. I'm a little crazy with that. I'm going to go Miami. It's my lock against the Bears. Yeah. Miami. It's not, it's not a bad pick there. Um, I would go Philly, but we can't pick a lock on the Thursday night game because it won't get posted in time. I kind of want to go Buffalo as my lock. Uh, uh, minus 13. Or Cincy in a bounce back game. What are the sharps on in the Cincy Carolina game? I believe they are on the Panthers. Let me check. They are three on the Panthers. What about Vegas? Vegas. I they think Vegas is going to be my lock. They have two sharps on the Jags. So that's not a lot. What about Seattle? I believe they're on the Seahawks. They have two on the Seattle and the Seahawks. Yep, Seahawks are my lock. Yeah, I I, I considered that one first. And I'm gonna go Rams plus three as well there. All right. So we got my lock, Seattle plus two, Hollywood's lock, Chargers minus three, Till your lock, Miami minus mm -hmm. five. Are we all good with yeah. our picks? Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, that'll bring us to our last segment of the podcast today. We have a candy draft, not a candy bar, a candy draft. All right. For pick for pick wise, um, strictly for editing purposes, <laughs> on my end, so you're gonna be the three pick. All okay? right. Because it makes my life a lot easier when I edit the right. videos. How many, how many picks do we get? Okay. Five. Five. Picks. So a five-round draft. And five you can't if it, and if it gets All drafted, you can't draft it, right? Correct. Is there it's kind of. Uh, I don't see. It. I can type on my computer. Okay, that works. Yeah. So, um, but also too, with our candy draft, we talked about this last night with M and M's. 
We're not going strictly M and M's. If someone picks M and M's, you can pick peanut M and M's, peanut butter right. M and M's, right, cool. or whatever. Just want to throw that out there right now. But Hollywood, you are on the clock. Give buddy. me Reese's. Reese's. Yep. Alrighty. Not a, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick whatsoever. I think I probably would have picked Reese's number one as well. Yeah. All right, my pick. Oh God, um, I want to go M and M's here, but I know I could snack peanut M and M's or peanut butter M and M's later, so I'm gonna go with the Snickers. Oh, that's high for me. I yeah, no, Snickers. I I I hear you. I was probably there's two. I was probably gonna go Snickers. But, uh, that's, that's my board. That's my board. Um. <laughs> My, my scouts had him a little bit. I'm going to I'm gonna go a bit of a reach right here, boys. Uh, I've been reach. I've been loving them lately. Payday? Uh, peanut butter M&M's. Ooh, over, over the original, the original M&M's? M&M's. Peanut butter M&M's. They are, are so fire. good. I don't <laughs> they are, are, they are fucking fire. So you like them more than just oh, yeah, peanut for M&M's? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. No, peanut butter M&M's, if you haven't had them, they're... They're fucking fire. Get after I, it. Yeah, like, I don't have a problem with that pick. I don't have a problem with it. All right, in tow, swing back around oh, the fourth round. Oof. What do you got? Or second round pick. Um, I'm probably going to have to say Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Yeah, you strike me as a Sour Patch Kids <laughs> kind of guy. You seem like a... Like a little, like a little sour, little, little yeah, you know. sweet shit in your life. I've actually... I've actually taken some acid patch kids, Ooh. so I like that pick. That, that sounds good. <laughs> leaving that in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <coughs> All right, my pick. Yes, sir. All right, my sword real quick. Oh, take this bit out. Let's see. So we have, I think, the three mecha. Actually, you picked peanut butter M&Ms. I'm going to go regular just okay. M&Ms. Actually, no, no, no. Scratch that. Scratch that. Because I know I can get peanut, just peanut. Hold on, I, gotta go I know, right? I was literally like looking at candies and I was like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Give me the Kit Kat. Fuck you. <laughs> Give me the Kit Kat. No doubt about it. Kit Kat is a staple in the candy world. I love a good yeah, Kit Kat. Yeah, I was going to go Kit All right, I'm going Twix with my next pick. Ooh. Um, then this swings back around to me. Twix? Yep. What do I want next? What's next on the board? Um, this is uh definitely gonna be a reach, and I might get some uh might get some flack for this, but uh, give me the Ooh. Milky Way. Oh, I think that's a reach. I'm a big Milky Way guy. I, what can I I'm say? I'm not gonna lie, I think that's a reach, Brophy. I think you could have got the Milky Way and the there fifth was round. Hey, there were they were higher on my board. There was nothing. There's nothing else I really wanted. I there. can respect it when you you like your guy, but I I think you could have got him a little bit later. Probably there wasn't anything else I could take up there. I think. That I really, I mean, they're good in. Skittles. I'm like Milky Way over Skittles. Butterfingers. Oh, easy, easy. Okay. Okay. Am I back up? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to go.
I gotta get another pack for you. I had I had a bunch of these. I forgot to write them down on my phone. My apologies here. Gotta call my scouts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let them know. I'm I'm really thinking um about taking the Skittles here. So I feel like you're a Skittles guy. Um, but I think Sour Patch Kids and Skittles go hand in hand. Yeah, I'm gonna wrong? go Skittles. They're, they're, they're I, pretty I good. Now. I gotta get them now before they get taken. I gotta get Skittles All right. right now. All right, understandable. But you you left you left the nice and the, the better ones, the sour Skittles uh-huh. for me right here. So I'll take those. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, this this you're picking the yeah, you know. picks. Here, I got man. I got. Wait, is it back to me now? Yes, sir. Yep. You got back to back picks here. All right, this is gonna throw you off for a whirlwind right here. A baby Ruth. Yep. A baby wow, Ruth. Wow. Baby Ruth. Did not see that going in the third I, round. I did no, not see that going. That's fourth round, that. right? Wow. Yeah, fourth, fourth round pick yeah. one. Wow, I don't even remember the last time I had a baby. No, this, is, this is the last pick of the third round. This is a nine pick. No, that was the last pick. Of, that was first the first pick in the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Pick. So then what does he have? Did, what was, oh, yeah, I forgot. Sour Skittles. Sour and before that, I had Sour Patch Kids, and then I had uh, Peanut M&M's. Yeah, man, Baby Roots, underrated. Wow. Underrated. They're pretty pretty good. I had to look up you know, some candies, and I saw those, and I remember I do, I do fuck with the Baby Roots. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I thought I could get them. Sign them I probably could. I probably <laughs> could, but I'm gonna. My last one. I I knew y'all wouldn't get either. So. Hey. hey you yeah. get your guy. I lo- I like guy. my team. To know I want them. Okay. I don't want them to think I'm signing them. Oh, you're. Yeah, you're. That, that's right. You're. You're putting like somebody picked. Uh, yeah. The bar, right. I think baby. I think baby Ruth probably did. Probably did bad at the combine, but looks got great. Game <laughs> tape. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a real he's worker. A gym rat. Right? That's what I mean. You know, Baby Ruth's putting in the work in the off season. He's getting to the gym before everybody. He's like a hundred. That's perfect, right. actually. My next pick here. I don't know how popular this one's going to be, but personally, I love them. I'm going to go with the Butterfinger. Butterfinger. A Butterfinger. Give me Butterfinger. I think I definitely like how this shaped up. Um. Ah, shit. I'm about to go like all chocolate. Um. All right, uh, give me the Hershey bar. Ooh, Classic. I don't, I don't like that pick. I'm not a big Hershey bar fan. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? We go milk. Um, what is that? that was, what pick is that? That was the 12th pick. Now the 13th pick. Um, and I'm gonna go oh, Crunch bar. That's a good one. With that I forgot pick. about Crunch bars. Okay, honestly, I did not think that this guy would be here with the second to last pick in the last round. I think he did me a favor by taking peanut butter M&M's round one. Might have been a reach, but... Peanut M&M's. Regu- there's, there's, yeah, they're M&Ms. still there, huh? Yeah. Just just regular old milk chocolate M&M's. I don't think you can go wrong there. Last pick for me. He's, he's going to round out the team here. All right. With the last pick in the draft. So last pick of the draft. Yeah. <laughs> These the what I'm about to pick is I feel like either really hated by most people or or 
people actually no, I think they're just really hated. But I, as a kid, I loved dots. Dots. Oh, dude, that shit is sucking my teeth, like a motherfucker. That shit is the best. <laughs> I love yeah, my Halloween. You get them in like the yeah, Halloween. You always get those little things. I fucking go steal them out of all my sister's candy bag and take all her fucking dots. Dots. <laughs> Not bad. But I, Not bad. All right, well, that'll that'll wrap up that draft. All right, real quick, Toe, we are going to run through the picks again. So he's going to say, hey, I'm going to say ours. Just wrap it okay. up real quick for real. Okay, so with our candy five-round draft, with the first pick. We're taking Reese's. And with the second pick, I'm taking the Snickers bar. The third pick, I'm taking the peanut butter M&M's. Oh shit! And with the fourth pick, I took the Sour Patch Kids. Fifth overall pick, give me the good old Kit Kat. For the sixth pick, give me Twix. And for the seventh pick, first pick of the third round, give me the Milky Way. For the eighth pick, um, quite frankly, I think this is a steal at this point in the draft. Give me Skittles. Uh, with the ninth pick, I have Sour Skittles. And with the tenth pick, I have a baby Ruth working his way up the charts. Wow. Eleventh pick, give me the Butterfinger. With the twelfth pick, give me just a plain old Hershey bar. And with the thirteenth pick, give me the Crunch bar. My last pick, fourteenth overall, give me just milk chocolate, old regular M and M's. With the last pick in the draft, I got a good old box of dots. Dots rounding it out, you know. It, I don't hate that at all. You know, it's a good Halloween board. candy. You know, like you don't really see it much until Halloween time. I feel like. Hey, and, and that's where we gone. are right now. I can I can respect it. I can respect it. Let's see what what got left off the board. Yeah, what, what are our top undrafted free agents here? Three Ooh. Musketeers. Wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't I'm, be my priority. I'm a I'm a Twizzlers guy. I don't mind Twizzlers. I, no, I didn't Sour Punch Straws. Those are good. Starburst. Starburst. Nah, we yeah. missed out on Starburst. Starburst. I think we did. I think we definitely the pink Starburst. I think we missed out there. I don't think a lot of people like these, but I I, I like Swedish fish. I do. I do. Swedish fish is good. This is making me want to grab candy. <laughs> like I'm going to. Okay, would you? <laughs> Gushers aren't a candy. Oh, they definitely are. I, I think Gushers are candy. Are they Gushers candy slap. or are they like? Because like I because I kept thinking Gushers like slap. fruit snacks and stuff, but like that's not really like a candy, you know. I feel like Gushers is. A candy. I think Gusher finds. Yeah. Its I would have put Gushers I mean, on my list. Like this was fire. With the amount of sugar that's in true. Gushers, I think they find their way in. I there. feel like I feel like Dots and Gushers are like almost one yeah, the same. Probably. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, one does come in a packet, yeah. but. Yeah, I think Gushers like, sneak its way into. The I would have put it on there. A York peppermint patty. <laughs> yeah, that can find itself um, on a practice squad somewhere. <laughs> I don't mind a York peppermint patty. Sometimes I got them in like the waiting room, some places. And that don't, that, don't that goes to show if there's a candy in a waiting room, it's probably <laughs> if it's still no, there. In, in some eyes, but you know what? Yeah, it's probably been sitting there for a good old. Year two. Uh, I've definitely had a couple of you bad could, York hey, peppermint I will risk, give though. you the, the York peppermint patty. You gotta find out. Worth uh, the risk. Not a bad, not an not, not an old one. Not one that's been sitting there for a while. 
I wouldn't recommend. I mean, that. depends on how long. I we're mean, talking you got to find out though. You don't if, know how long I mean, he's been sitting there. If you if you go to some if you go to some random dentist office, there's a good shot a York permanent patty's been sitting there for at least three to six months. Well, I mean, is it? You know, those little fucking kids are not one to indulge. Is in it around? Shit. You know, what time of year is it? And then you can really figure it out. I mean, let's say. I like it's a good yeah, winter. Yeah, it's winter. Let's say, it's let's winter say Halloween time. Like, it's if it's winter. If it's like a, if it's some like, hot cocoa in a York peppermint pat. If it's like a mid like a mid January like crisp morning or no crisp <laughs> night, I definitely a crisp night. I definitely wouldn't hate York, <laughs> it's York peppermint, pat- peppermint patty in the morning. <laughs> just roll out of bed. A good old January. You just got a crisp bowl night. of them right next to your bed. <laughs> you okay, don't even actually, have to brush I your will teeth. Say, <laughs> if I, <laughs> I, don't I, don't worry, I, brush I can get I can I can get on that as a roll out of bed just, type just, of just grab it? item. A York peppermint patty, yes. Because you're not gonna roll out of bed at two AM and eat a fucking Snickers bar. But a York I peppermint patty that, that but you know, we're we're trying to be health conscious here. A York peppermint patty, your breath's alright, you know, you're not fucking yeah, peeing you know. in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so it could it could work out. It could be <laughs> it all right. Out. Could be <laughs> all right. Depends on who you ask. But, all right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. Oh, yeah, Toe. boys. Ple- pleasure of to course, have you. Of course, man. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a good time. It was a pleasure. pleasure. Of course, good man. To see good to see you. And uh, for, the about, for about the 40 to 50 consistent viewers that we have, again, find us on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok. On RSS, on Spotify, the whole nine. And again, I'll mention it again. There is a Patreon for for the fourteen year olds for the fourteen year olds out there that want to debate us on if Taylor Heineke or Sam Ellinger is a good quarterback. Please, please get on. Please pay the five dollar a month <laughs> subscription. We'll have you on. We'll throw you on the Zoom TV. We'll have you right here, and we will go to war. <laughs> But all right. Jesus. Beyond that, we will see y'all next Tuesday after wrapping up week nine. And you you motherfuckers punch the air. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Not a hill. Just, just one. Just do that. <laughs> just one. Just I kind of wanted to do it, but then again. I don't <laughs> not, not one of those. Not, not that. Just, just that. Okay. All right. Fist, actually. Not yeah. Keep that Ciao. closed. <laughs>